used to call us fat fucks. My friend's mother, Barbara. How old are you? 14. <laughs> <laughs> she wrote down the window of her Saturn, she was smoking a cigarette, and she'd go, where are you fat fucks going? <laughs> it really exposes the lie of the Woodstock generation. We see them as this progressive, free-loving gen. They were just selfish drug addicts. They think Obama is probably bisexual. And then Tucker like went around Moscow making like YouTube videos. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird to be a 50-year-old YouTuber. He's Moscow, making Melt yeah. Boy style videos <laughs> in a grocery <laughs> store. I think it's a great story. I think people are supporting Shane. Yeah. He did an amazing job. <laughs> if the boomers can be explained in one sentence, <laughs> it's a woman thing. sitting down drinking a coffee going, the Irish were slaves too. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, everybody? Welcome to Flagrant. Today we are uh, joined by uh, an illustrious guest. It's amazing that he's even here right now. There, there's been a, uh, a tragic death in the family. Lord Jacob Rothschild has died, but Tim Dillon is still here. How? How, wow. how did you pull through? Well, you know, when someone has an impact on you, yeah. as he did, he yeah. made a huge impact on me and my family. Right. Uh, you know, it's you want them to be at peace. Yeah. And you know, he suffered a long time. Um, <laughs> like, how, like 87 years of suffering. You know, it was 87 years, and he finally escaped his human form. Yeah. Uh, you know what I mean? Transcended. Like, yeah. He transcended. He went back to. You know, he went back to the core of yeah. the earth yeah. where he lived. Oh, you think he went down? I think he's think in the he center. I oh, think okay. he spent some time in the center. Yeah. Got it. To just kind of, you work know. Work things out. Yeah, before. work things out, yeah. you know. But so not straight up. He's not going straight up. No, I don't know if he's going up at all. Oh, really? I don't know if he wants to be up. I don't think he wants to be up. No. The family reunion's downstairs. Yeah, it's in the core. There's a molten core where Lord Jacob Rothschild is just kind of yeah. sitting there now. Just, yeah. You know. Who is this guy? Uh, very wealthy, uh, you know, member of one of the most famous and talked about families of all time. Yeah, you know? yeah. They're, but was he like a major player? Was he just a trust fund kid that kind no, of- No, he's a manage? player, you know. I mean, you know, they're very, very good at keeping their name kind of out of the press. So, I mean, and, yeah. you know, what he did or didn't do or how powerful any people are in yeah. that family you know, you, you kind of have to guess because there's a lot of, you know, websites that will tell you that they everything, that every stoplight is them. Yeah, yeah. It's going on in the weather yeah, and yeah, yeah. all in Taylor Swift and the Super no. Bowl and all they of it. Taylor I mean, I'm sure. It just, because a lot of it is silly. Yeah. But they are incredibly powerful and they're very good at keeping themselves kind of in the background yeah. of the photo. So in the photo, there's like people that we all know and the leaders of countries and everything. And in the background, it's oh, kind of, yeah. you know, they're off to the side, but they're there. Yeah. They're hanging. Yeah. They're you interesting. Know, Tim, I, 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 I'm really excited you're here because I feel like there is a problem. And I feel like with, uh, with the Rothschilds. No. Okay. <laughs> well, I'm not just the glad Rothschild. that's why I was brunt. It's, it's not just the Rothschilds. Yeah. It's that like I feel. Now, more than any time in history, there's been a lot of negativity towards the 1% and the billionaire. Yeah. Class. And like, yeah. I, what can we do to change that? Well, they, they, I would say <laughs> they have, I agree with you. What is first of all, why is this first of all, a thousand percent? Um, it's not their fault. <laughs> it's number not. one. It's really not. It's really not their fault. It's the excitement and, right now. <laughs> and it's not their fault because it, you know, I think they could take it down a notch. Could they? Ooh. Well, yeah, because a little bit, I say to them, I go, I'm on doing the, don't publicize every space mission. 
You know what I mean? Do some sneaky ones. Do yeah. one late at night. Yeah. All the boys. <laughs> we're going up at night. Have everybody in Santa Barbara yeah. think it's aliens. Right. Like, oh, it's aliens. It's fun. I think when you start calling the press yeah. and going, here's my spaceship, yeah. people start to they get angry. They resent that? They don't like it. There's a guy wow. right now, Ken Griffin. <laughs> yes, Ken. Who, Citadel, is that it, Ken? Citadel. Yeah. He's building right now. And this okay. is too much. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I'm going to tell you, <laughs> tell you what. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A billion dollar house in Palm Beach. Okay. I love Palm Beach. I know. One billion dollars. Billion yeah, dollars. Yeah, yeah. By the way, and here's why it's too much. It's for his mother. <laughs> <laughs> he thought he was going to get away with it. It's that shit's just dead soon. He's moving right it's in. It's too much. Yeah. To say those words, I'm yeah, spending a yeah. billion dollars yeah, yeah, yeah. to build the most expensive house in the world. Yeah. And then it's all for mom. Yeah. Yeah. That is going to get people. Did he think that that was a good enough shield to I protect thought, him from the PR. harassment? That's I think he was trying to sound sweet. Yeah. And he That's was what I'm saying. like, if you had this, wouldn't you build a billion dollar house for his mother? Let's just answer Who that question right yeah, now. Yeah, right. No. Uh, not at all. But for not your dad. You guys gotta love your mother. <laughs> are you are you spending a billion? My dollars? mother would ruin a billion dollar house with Hess trucks and Beanie Babies. Collectible, <laughs> the worst. My mother would do anything I bought her. She would destroy it yeah. with knickknacks and tchotchkes. Yeah. Yeah. That's Station the reason. Cups. Oh, yeah. the worst. Yeah, yeah. She's just gonna Snow ruin Snow globe it. she stole from a hotel in Vegas yeah. are now littered all over a Palm Beach. Oh, hey. hoodie. Oh. Yeah. So you think the billionaires are going too far? They're flexing on the gram a little bit too. If much. it was nine hundred million, yeah, it's not a problem. I, I think it's I think actually to maybe almost because that B, B is, is the is a line in the sand and yeah. saying like I think it's he wants one bill he's doing it, it's yep. one billion dollars yeah, yeah. wow. it is a billion dollars it's a billion dollars so that in and of itself makes people go it's like that first episode of Billions where they tell Bobby Oxrod, they go, just don't buy the house. And he's like, I'm buying it. And he goes, I'm gonna buy the house. So I get it. Somebody yeah. told him, somebody went to him and went, Hey, don't don't do it. There's yeah. a few Billionaires talk, and they're like, yeah. hey, man, I, I get it. Yeah. I get it. He already owns the most expensive apartment in New York City. Yeah. He was Two. the Wall Street Bets guy, right, that they were betting against? Was that him? Uh, he was one of them, yeah, I believe. He's the guy yeah. who, I think Citadel owned Robinhood, and he was using yes. the data from Robinhood to yeah. make trades at his hedge fund there Citadel. Yeah. yeah. So, so he was, fun. like, beating the yes. trades that he was taking. Uh, it's kind of a genius fucking thing to do, but. He's a smart guy, but I think a few yeah. people were probably like, hey, man, don't, don't do this. Yeah. It's a billion dollars yeah. for a, a, a single family house. Mm. Yeah. That's crazy. On an island yeah. where the average price of a house is probably north of 10, 15 million, meaning these are all very rich people already. <laughs> yeah. And you're being gross. Yeah. They're looking at you yeah. like you're an asshole. Yeah. yeah. Do you yeah. know how, like, because every time we hang out, you'll tell me a hilarious story of yeah. like, these people you've collected in your life. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, you have a, a absolutely yes. mind-boggling friend group. There's, yes, yes. They are, mind. their minds are boggled. Yeah. So, when you're interacting with some of these people. Yeah. Are you, are they, like, expecting you to keep it real with them? Are, are you brought there to be like, no. he's going to be on. Never. Never. <laughs> Never. Okay. Never. Hey, what do you mean? Never, you, ever, ever, So ever. you go right along with it all and you- it's The most fun thing about a lot of people in my life is okay. that they're mentally ill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and many is of them- Is that your comfort zone? Is that yeah, like- Yeah, I mean, they're crazy and my yeah. mother was crazy exactly, when I yeah. grew up. 
So I would never try to bring a crazy person down to earth. It's it defeats the purpose. Mm-hmm. You, it's yeah. not fun. It's actually not fun. You want Imagine the roller coaster. hanging out with Donald Trump and going yeah. like, but you know, take it off a little. Yeah. I mean, maybe that doesn't make sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It would ruin the whole yeah. thing. Yeah, you, you're just along for the ride. Yeah. There's a point when the the ride isn't fun anymore, yeah. and you've got to get off the ride. <laughs> <laughs> when does that happen? Well, things go can turn dark. Okay, like what? You know, like, give us something. You know, people can just like you know, go from fun crazy to not fun crazy. Mm, yeah. Where you know, I have friends that moved down to Florida, and they got very into like. You know, they're very political. Now. They're very, some of them went really hard right wing. Yeah, yeah. They go to Mar-a-Lago all the time. Yeah. And their brains have just melted. Yeah. You know, yeah, I'm yeah, not yeah, yeah. A, a guy that cares what what anyone feels They're drinking the Kool-Aid a little too they're much. They're just, every it's conversation. It's become their entire identity. I hate that. Every yeah, yeah. conversation uh. is politics and like, yeah, yeah. do you know yeah, yeah, yeah. what's going on? Always talking about they. Yeah, yeah, I can't believe it. And, you know, and, and it's just kind of like, guys, there's more to life. Yeah. Mm. You know? Yeah. There's a little more to life. Even though they're right. But, yeah. Right. <laughs> well, you know what it is? They're having fun. They're yeah. having such a good time. Yeah. That's why the Capitol ride, it's clearly wrong, but they're having so much fun. That you Have might you ever well. seen Are you not going to go in? It? Yeah. They're, they're, they've yeah. never had that much fun. They're smiling. They're laughing. They probably, many of them, you know... They don't get out a lot. This is yeah. this is a new experience. This is all rioting. No, no, like, yeah. it's March Madness. Have you seen an underdog team storm the court after a victory? Mm-hmm. Right. That's January sixth. Yeah. <laughs> you couldn't yeah. believe. Wait, we actually got in. No, they're in. They're having fun. They're taking, <laughs> taking selfies. selfies. Yeah. It's also it's, yeah. rioting and looting the Apple Store. Like, how fun is that? Yeah. yeah. But you know what? Life. Here's yeah. the issue with that. Those are black they people. Yeah. It's the skin color. The left wing rioters don't look. They don't look like they're having fun. I, I they beg don't to differ. Like they're having fun there. No, they're scared. They're 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 in all they're they're in masks and everything. These people in the Capitol yeah. are there. They got their feet up fur. on Pelosi's desk. They got fur. They've got hats. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it's a parade. Now, yeah. I'm not saying it's right. It's not yeah. right. It's not good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if we're just looking at degree of fun, white people know how to do it. <laughs> they seem like they're having yeah. a lot of fun. Like yeah. Marty. Because they believe they're not Marty gonna get in, they're yeah. not gonna get in trouble. Why would they? They go, I, I, this is my country, it's my cow. That was their yeah, thought process. Yeah. They're like, this is my country. I'm not doing it in Russia. I'm in America. This is my congresswoman. I can chase her into the bathroom. It's my congresswoman. Why can't I chase her? We need her? to have more entitlements. Yeah. Do you know AOC was at a Matt Rife show? No way. She was at Radio I thought City. that was Lisa Ann that got kicked out. No, it was AOC. That <laughs> was AOC? AOC. Get out of here. Yeah, but no, she was at a Matt Rife show. And how'd it go? At Radio City. You think he, you think he took that down? I don't know. Well, she's she dates some pasty bearded dude. That, step up, you know for sure. But yeah. I think that's part of the leftist cred, which is dating a pasty dating bearded down? guy, dating D- down, dating a guy who is intellectually exciting to the your group. Oh, see, I would think she needs to go because uh, everything is on like some hierarchy yeah. of socioeconomic perception sure. or whatever. So I would think she needs to date like. A black dude who transitioned. No. No, she's into she's like minority enough. She's minority enough. Exactly. So now she just dates this guy who rewards you know, her ideas. Brooklyn socialist, PBR. Yes. 
every that's every comic from 2008 <laughs> to 2015. That's every comedian yeah, yeah. that was on television that was doing a show in Brooklyn yeah. that would get up and do a joke about his parents uh, being racist. What? That's bootleg Prince Harry right there. Yeah, yeah. she's right. just going. This guy just finished a set at UCB Gut Bucket. Yeah, yeah, yeah right, over right, here. right. Okay, so AOC, what? Had, I mean, the Democrats basically told her to be quiet, right? She's been real. Well, they got a real issue with the with the uh, Israel Gaza thing, and I think they're just trying to like they're trying to you know it's like a company where they're trying to like get everyone on the same page and, it's and they can't call yeah and they're like hey everybody we could a break room you know if you've yeah. ever worked at a company where they're like you know that article came out about us yeah. and uh you know we have challenges yeah. but i won't touch the mic again yeah we have <laughs> challenges you. but we're gonna overcome them together yeah and what we need uh, everybody to do is just, you know, all those things. I'll be like, you know, it's all hands on deck. Yeah. You know, we're just all going to give it, you know. So I think that's what the Democrats are doing. They're trying to control uh, narrative. Their, their narrative and the voting base yeah. is kind of fractured. Fractured big yeah. time. They're really fractured. Yeah. So I think the whole convention I said on my show has to just be songs yeah. and no talking. Like Hillsong. They, they just yeah, got to go Christian churches. Yes. Whatever it is, they have to just do like um, uh, a big musical review. Yeah. Yeah. And then like every time somebody goes, free Palestine, you go, boom. And then they just, you know, people get come in the out. Song. Yeah. Guitars, yeah, yeah. drums are gone. Yeah. Because you, you're you not going to get everyone on the same page. You have to distract people yes. from this question. Here's the thing that I've seen popping up, and I didn't expect this, that uh, now people are attacking Biden for having too much hubris. Interesting. You haven't seen this at all? They're I, like, yeah. he refuses to step down. It's his ego, yeah. his arrogance. Like, yeah. I don't think he wants to be there at all. No, I think he's <laughs> a he's a boomer and he's an old guy. Yeah. He's maybe even older than a he's boomer. He's definitely older than a boomer. And in and but it's just part of that ethos of like he doesn't I I don't think he's like half in, half out. He's I don't think he's ever done anything. Yeah, I, I think he's just kind of there, and I yeah. think the wife and the people around him are using him, and I think they don't want to step down. The oh, people really? that are using So Biden, handlers don't want the, the 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 Wizard of Oz behind Biden is whom that's making the things go and his <laughs> hands go and yeah, yeah. the puppeteers, they don't want to shitty puppeteer for as much as it's Biden. It's not Biden, over. it's the people behind him that don't want but to But who down. are they? These are people that um Is that you know, DNC? Well, it's it, it maybe it's part of the DNC, but I, I, I think you know, I think it's a lot of people like Tony Blinken at the State Department, Victoria Newland at the State Department, yeah. uh, the people whose worldview is kind of front and center right now. Yeah, and I think those people like the idea that Biden is kind of doing everything they want in the Ukraine and Israel and places yeah. like that. And I think and they no don't, pushback at all. None. Yeah, so I yeah, think yeah, they yeah. don't want. It's really amazing. They really don't want to leave the stage, and then the people, of course, behind them don't want them to leave, and all of that. Okay, so you have him locked in. All right. So then, what what happens with the election? You think Biden goes through with it? I think they yank him in May. I'm going to make a prediction. Yeah, yeah really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give us, give us, give us. A big us, prediction right now. Okay. And, and I and I think they run Michelle Obama as Big Mike. Big Mike as a man. <laughs> big Mike they is back as Big Mike because. It's it's the paddleboard instructor from Martha's Vineyard. Will, Big Mike is Big back. Mike is back. It dominates the news. Trump can't get any coverage. He's screaming. Alex, he's Alex crying. Is squirming. He's yelling. But because it's a way to, there's only one way. So you get a fucking what is it? A matcha latte? <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying you have to. You have to do that. You have no. You got to run, Big Mike. He's, she's. Oof. Yeah. Oof. I did a slip up there. I did a little slip. No, but do you think Big Mike, Al, 
do you think, Yo, Big Mike? Remember the paddle surfer, guys. <laughs> just, uh, that just can happen. Remember, just but do you up. think that Big Mike could win? Michael Jordan? What, what, what <laughs> do you think Michelle Obama? Oh, yeah, absolutely. She's yeah, a, I think she, in all yeah, seriousness, absolutely. I don't think she wants to do it. I think they've approached her multiple times. Yeah, I agree. I don't think she wants to do it. And they'll just keep killing people around her until she succumbs? <laughs> I think... I, I mean, they I, killed the, the paddleboarder, well, right? I think he was... I've always believed... Yeah, what, what have you always believed? I think Obama is probably bisexual. I think the paddleboarder is a really hot, ripped chef. I'm just saying, it, if I was a ripped paddleboarder and was kind of reportedly writing a book yeah. that might have been loosely based on... Smoking know, out your husband. You know, you know, maybe yeah. I would also drown in two feet of water. Two feet. Outside <laughs> of my boss's estate, which I was using when he wasn't home, which never... That's kind of weird that your ever. chef would do that. You gotta be really close to your Does chef. your maid call you and go, can I use the apartment when you're on the road? All the time. Yeah, yeah. you go, Venezuela, come on in. Bring the family. Absolutely. Bust come on up. in, I'm on the road. I'm in Abu Dhabi. Get, the, get in there. It's interesting that he's using the estate when yeah. he's not there. Yeah, peculiar. And he dies. I'm not saying, I just think maybe sometimes. If you're gonna use the estate and write a book about how you're fucking me, you deserve to die. Maybe that's, that's what too happened. much. I don't know. But isn't that too much? Yeah. It might be. Like if you're gonna, be, well, that's not beard. Beard is when beard is what's the woman who's pretending she. Well, say also if right. you were gonna kill him, wouldn't you wait until he's somewhere else? Like I'm not gonna kill you anywhere near they my property. They never do. You'd always think that they never. They do. don't give a fuck. It's impulse. It's fun. I think a little bit is you gotta have a little fun. <laughs> yeah, I really do. Like, you think they need to spice it up for themselves? I think they're basically they're just like, like you we'll, know, we'll kill JFK. You think we can get away with RFK? And here's the thing: you're, it, it, you, that's where you want to kill him. If if they kill him, you want to kill him in Martha's Vineyard because that's where you live. That's yeah. where you know the cops. That's yeah. where you have all your friends. Yeah. Nobody's around your estate. You know where all the cameras are. You know where everything is. Home court advantage. Ah, right yes. You get rid of them in a lake. If they did it, I don't know if they did it. Of course not. <laughs> don't tell me like, well, you're definitively Somebody's saying Somebody's got to tell it. you fucking secrets. There's but, somebody telling you shit. But maybe they did it. And if they did it, I don't blame them. I would have done it. And, and I have no problem with it. What's your kill list? Oh my God! I mean, I don't. Uh, unfortunately, I, do, I and it's sad. I don't even have one. No, I'm not there yet. Really? I, oh, there's much more I have to do before I get a kill list. <laughs> Is there a number? <laughs> I don't have real enemies. Yeah. A, a, a blogger gets mad at something I say and writes a nasty article. That's yeah. not a, that you don't kill that person. Yeah, and it also comes with like a level of power. You have to oh maintain that power. Oh my God! Yeah. <laughs> Wealth and fame are things we understand in America. We don't really understand power. Yeah. And they understand power more in like Russia, countries like that, where yeah. it's kind of used yeah. like that. Um, but yeah, I, I think that's the goal. You know, fingers crossed. Okay. Get, <laughs> you know, I don't kill us. Okay, okay. You know, so okay. I'm just at is practice it, writing it down <laughs> in ketchup. You know, is it in ketchup? <laughs> America, you beautiful border blocking embryo stocking, swift simping, Putin pimping, Jesus Christ superstars. I want more. Ah, uh, sweetheart, do you want to tell everyone where daddy's going on tour? I'm not calling you daddy. It's embarrassing enough. Sorry, guys. Sometimes she gets a little cranky when she hasn't eaten. Why don't you try that again? Just tell everybody where daddy's going on tour. No. Okay, maybe if I get that schmutz off your face, then you'll be able to help. No, 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 no,
Congrats on baby. Hey, thank you. How's fatherhood? Savvy. <laughs> <laughs> Also, guys, dates, first of all, thank you to Oklahoma City. Sales were dog shit, and then all of a sudden, we sold out uh, at least one show. We almost sold out two others. That was fucking so cool, and you guys were so great, and it's honestly a great city. So shouts to Oklahoma City. Now, this weekend, I'm going to be in Greensboro, North Carolina, March 1st and 2nd. March 8th and 9th, I'm going to be in Stanford, Connecticut. That's right before something very big is coming that you will find out about soon. Also, Dania Beach. Because of that something, I have to shift dates around. I'm sorry. Uh, it will only be March 16th, so we are only doing shows on Saturday. I apologize, but I needed to tell you guys first. April 11th through 13th, I'm going to be in Tempe, Arizona. April 18th through 20th, I'm going to be in Denver, Colorado. May 10th, Los Angeles Improv. Netflix is a joke fest. Sold out the first show. We added a second. Y'all should probably sell that out now. I don't even know if we posted the link, quite frankly. Y'all are still buying tickets, which is fucking cool. Sell out Sing on the motherfucking way if we're lucky. AkashSing.com for tickets. Let's get back to the show. Is it is it hypocritical at all? And of course not. Yeah. For Americans to be outraged that yeah. a uh, that this Navalny guy, yeah, could be clearly killed yeah. and act shocked by it as if we've never oh, murdered yeah. in cold blood. Well, we don't. We opposition don't know. To the, the what's weird about that? There's no reason for Putin to kill Navalny. This is very interesting. Okay. Actually, I have, oh. a, I have a little conspiracy on this. Okay. What if we took him out? Well, that would make so. There's so much more of a reason for us to take him out. Because Putin was looking like a darling in this, our media. First of all, Navalny's not that popular in Russia. This yeah. is the thing. He's been gone for many. You know, he's was arrested when he came back to the country. He was in this Arctic prison, this mm. polar wolf prison. Mm. Uh, he's not in any position to come out and run in an election and right. defeat Putin. He's not a threat in any way. In any way, I'm not saying he wasn't killed. Navalny's also pissed off every oligarch in Russia by flying drones over their house and going, "Look what they bought." So the list of people that want to get rid of Navalny is, yeah. is a lot. Yeah. Um, I don't know what reason Putin had to kill him. That doesn't mean I'm obviously not in the prison. I don't know. But he wasn't a huge threat to Putin. If, and I don't know if the CIA did it either, but if we did it because the Ukraine aid was stalled and we said, now's go time, we get rid of him, it makes Putin look like a monster. It yes. unites Europe. Yeah. We can kind of push this aid package through. It would be That's what I said. Cool. I want to know that they're doing cool things. <laughs> we used to do cool shit. We used to do cool Kill stuff. foreign leaders, change yeah. governments. Yeah. You know, they're not these yeah. people are not crying about Navalny. They don't care. Yeah. Navalny was a brave guy, uh, but he was also a guy that started his career um writing incredibly negative stuff about Jews and homosexuals. But then You don't say. That, yeah, he was very <laughs> like, he was a very like Russian nationalist guy. Then yeah, the yeah. West started getting interested in him. Yeah. He changed his tune right away, right away. Starts going, no, 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 no. Let's stop all of that. And then he started espousing a lot of pro-Western stuff. Great. And, you know, he he's became, a grifter a little bit too. Well, he wants power. He, mm. His only plan, his only political philosophy was really like, I want to rule this place. Mm. I'm going to be better than that guy. Mm. And, you know, maybe he would have. I don't know. But what do you think of why would why would Putin even do the Tucker interview? Um, What's the chess move there? To me, it's, it felt a little desperate. No, I think it's actually comes from a position of strength. He got an incredibly popular American journalist 
to not only come to Moscow and let him talk for two hours where he dominated the entire interview. Yeah. Dominated him. Yeah. Um, and then Tucker like went around Moscow making like YouTube videos. That was the corniest shit the I've corniest ever corniest seen in my life. Stuff ever. But here's the Look other how thing. cheap Cheerios are here. Yeah, it's weird. Uh, to to be a a fifty year old YouTuber in glazing, Moscow. yeah, glazing. <laughs> <laughs> He's making milk yeah. boy style videos in a grocery <laughs> store, being like, "Look what I could get this sturgeon for." Also, small pushback on very powerful journalists. Yeah. I, I, my feeling is he he still has power for sure, but he's been a little bit ostracized, excommunicated. Yeah, I mean, he's been is. ostracized for sure, but I do think that if we want to talk about. Uh, getting attention, Tucker's mm. name still. No, he's killing attention, he, he but gets attention. It, he would be the only person that they could get, that Putin could get. No, they would. They they. He's the only person they would allow. Like Putin's not gonna do. Like I think Putin. Megyn Kelly, I think, was the last one from yeah, traditional yeah, media. Yeah, I mean, I think Putin's only served if he, you know, brings in somebody who's who's kind of more open to his worldview yes. mm. than somebody who's gonna like like joust with him. Yes. So I think it, it was kind of a smart move. And if you watch the whole interview, um, Putin dominate, doesn't care about, this is very interesting, doesn't seem to care about Tucker's viewers, mm. doesn't go into like trans bathrooms because mm. that's what Tucker's viewers want. Mm. Putin goes, I don't care. I'm going to talk about the 1300s. Yeah. I don't care about you. I don't care about your question. I'm, I'm getting my message off. Prince Oleg. Yeah. Like Tucker's viewers were like, talk about the bathrooms. Yeah. They're going in it. They're women, but they're men, but they're women. Yeah. Putin goes, no, 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 no. Uh, Prince like Prince Oleg <laughs> yeah. was baptized. Yeah. Yeah. And people are going, what the hell is going on? Yeah. It's a total power move to bring somebody over and go, I don't care about your questions. I don't care about your viewers. Yeah. I'm just going to go. But, but can a power yeah. move be made from a position of weakness, I think is what we were asking. Like, you're going to grab this guy that I, you know yeah. you can bully and do yes. the power move on because yeah. you're weak. I'm Why so is Putin weak, though? He's winning the Ukraine war. Barely. The sanctions. It's the third over It should have been over. The it's the third. He's well, one of the be. He's got, he's got a 200 nuclear weapons. Putin doesn't want to destroy the entire country of the Ukraine. He went in there with not a ton of troops. Yeah. Putin never wanted the Ukraine. I think he, he wants a deal, and I think he's really trying to get He to wants a deal. The U.S. is telling Ukraine not to negotiate. We're the ones that telling them we don't want a deal. We're fighting a proxy war with Russia through the Ukraine. We keep telling Zelensky no deal. There could have been a deal before the invasion. There could have been a deal with the Minsk Accords, which we told Zelensky But the powers that be are getting paid. That's the thing that like, I think a lot of people don't realize is that yeah. when, when we're giving money to Ukraine, we're not giving money to them. No, it's a viral marketing campaign for uh, you know for General Dynamics. Yes. Right. But explain that to them. That's like, because yeah. like, you see these all these articles, and they're like, can you believe it? They're starving Americans when here. We're giving money NATO, to- They sign a, yeah. on a paper saying all of our weapons purchases are to be from these NATO-approved contracts. Which just happened to be. Just happened to be Lockheed. all of Lockheed and General <laughs> Boeing, Dynamics and all this stuff. Yeah, Raytheon. And essentially, they're like, we're going to put Ukraine in NATO. It's coming. And yeah. Putin's like, you're not putting NATO missiles on the border of Russia. It's not going to happen. Yeah. Russia's been invaded through the Ukraine multiple times. Yeah. Russia's been invaded multiple times in its history. Putin's like, it's not going to happen. If you do that, that is the line in the sand. That is the red line. Yeah. And that's why we have a war. Now, it's obviously, I'm not, it's not right. It's a war of aggression. People are dying. It's sad. But the United States fully instigated this war and fully wants it and is enjoying it. So we're back to what we do well. We're doing it well. Yeah. I mean, we're back that's why, like, why do we have to tuck our cocks between our legs? Like, like, people fighting whites. They're whites. We stopped at the brown on brown. Yes. No, we got See, This is good. Yes. And then Tucker's going in there fucking it all up. I don't think he's fucking it up. I think he's, he's making it interesting. I think we get Making bored. a mockery. I think it's boring. And I think 
it's like we all check out. Remember when oh, that guy- Oh, he's spicing it back up. Yeah, because it gets boring. We started to watch Israel and Gaza because that came on Netflix. Yeah. And we're like, ooh, yeah, yeah. we go, ooh, that's ooh, the new ooh. shit. Oh, this is interesting. And that game was way better. And then, but it's we like got, when Real Housewives of New Jersey brought back Danielle. You need Danielle. <laughs> Danielle is great. She's energy. It's no, an amazing. You, you need to bring in. Uh, a villain so people can get excited again. Yes. And I think that's part of what we so need is, to do. So is Tucker a pawn? Is the State Department telling Tucker, hey, go over there, tell him about the grocery? No, but I mean, he's allowed to do it. No one's, no one's, he's not suffering any consequences, nor should he. I mean, it's a free speech thing, but like, um, I think it, it serves everybody's purposes. He gets views, he yeah, gets clicks, yeah. people get interested and excited. Uh, you know, Putin gets to get his message out. A bit boring. Ugh. He's not exactly fun. Oh my God. But it's interesting. You know, if you listen to him, you go, oh, this is interesting. <laughs> I mean, was it? I, it, I, was, I couldn't do it. I like when he trolled Tucker and he was like, you know, yeah, yeah, the yeah, CIA yeah, yeah. an institution you tried to try get in. That was good. If yeah, I, yeah. He was ready. Putin's basically saying, I only respect people that are coming here to kill me. I only respect power. The media to me means nothing. I don't care. We own it in Russia. You're a journalist. That means nothing to me. Even if you agree with me, I would respect you if, if you, you were, were coming to kill me. Because yeah. that's my people. That's what we do. Yeah. And when he said, they were always our enemies, he smiled a little bit. CIA goes, you know, they were always our enemies. Yeah. But he goes, you know, a job is a job. What he's basically saying is like, I respect them. Because he, he, that's the, the game. He, he yeah. was like, yo, that's they the blew game. up the Nord Stream pipe. Yeah, and he was like, they the did game. a good job. Yeah, that's the game. You know what's fascinating yeah. is you, do, do you watch these things more than once? Because you yes. analyze this the way yes, I do. guys analyze all 22 after a football game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, well, I watched that uh, I watched that interview three times. Yeah, because you're picking up on shit that I'm like, I did not <laughs> yeah, even Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, I, I just found it really interesting. Because that's the longest, you know, Putin, by the way, he gives speeches like this all the time in Russia, and they're incredibly boring. He talks about agriculture, production yeah. in a province of Russia. Yeah. It's incredibly boring. Uh, people that live in Russia know that. Yeah. You know, they'll be like, the greatest speech, the speech to end all speeches. Yeah, yeah. You know, and then it's Putin just going on kind of about some pretty, like, generic, yeah. vague crap. Yeah. But this was like, he's in his element talking for two hours about this, this war that we have a, a very skewed picture of it. Mm. Do you think yeah. his health is better? I think he looks great. I think we keep writing articles. What is he? He's a heart attack, a cancer, his I think it's all a lie. Mm. I think mm. it's all a lie. I think he's fine. He looks great. Compare him to our guy. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Who no, would you no, want? Yeah, no, you our know? guy looks better. Okay, um, uh, th there's a migrant crisis. Tonight. Yeah. Now, <laughs> it is my understanding that all of your homes, yeah. many of which that you have, congratulations, yeah. you've had a yeah. success. We have, you know, well deserved. It's fine. It's some. I'm in the middle class. I know. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm in the middle class. Yeah, I've seen the homes. Out. Very yeah. middle class. Very middle class. They are though. You know. Yeah. They are. Yeah. When you say yeah. that, you mean you're not one. You're not a Rothschild yet. Well, for sure that, but even in like the world of uh, that I live, I mean, I'm, I'm not so out of touch, right? I'm not saying it's the middle class, but it's like, you live in Manhattan, you're never rich. Do you know what I mean? You just have so to, many people that are so much more wealthy around you. That's right. That is, that is a One thing that's sitting next to me. Yeah, that, that's not, that's <laughs> a lie. I, I, but that is an interesting thing that, um, that is about living in the city is that I think you feel- He has to share feel, his money with us, fucking loser. No, 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 no. <laughs> I, 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 I think you feel comfortable talking about money because you are so much poorer 
than the guy who lives across yeah. the street, down the block. Like you're constantly yes. put There's, in front of people. And that, I think that's good because you shouldn't ever be at the top of anything. Yeah, it, it gets, it's hum it's it's yeah. humbling, but it's also yeah. like you might speak about something, not you, we right. might speak about something that looks as if it's bragging, but it's right. so far beneath where you know it can go. Right. That it doesn't feel in any way like it's Yeah, there's there's also like uh, there's generational money in places like New York where you're like, oh, I could never have. They can't that. spend it. it. They can't spend oh, it. That, that's they what, can't earn it in one lifetime. That, it's just there yeah, forever. They're yeah. just the custodian of the but money. But they kind of, a lot of those people, their lives kind of lack something that ours have. There yeah. are no purpose yes. in their life. Yeah. They yeah. kind of float around. They're never intense. Okay, so this is the thing that I want to ask you about. Yeah. There's like these legacy families that yeah. have existed throughout yeah. history. Rothschild is one of them. Sure. Um, obviously, Rockefellers, Vanderbilts, right? Yeah. Some of these families maintain the wealth for fucking generations, maybe hundreds of years. Yeah. Some of them within a few generations fall apart. Yeah. And why is that? Kids. But they all have kids. I know, but some are better than others. So some have a culture that yeah. like... Is well, look at the Vanderbilts. The Vanderbilts, you know, they're the last one is Anderson Cooper. So the Vanderbilts made their money in rail railroads. Railroads. I mean, he was a, a, a shipping magnet first. Okay. And then he got into railroads. They called okay. him the Commodore. He was a big, uh, you know, ships going from Brooklyn to New York, back and forth. Is Vanderbilt the one that has the home in the Rhode Bill Island? They have, like they have the Biltmore the in insane uh, yeah. North Carolina. Yeah, they, they 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 had all these amazing things, but. You know, you got to have lots of kids, yeah. and and the kids have to continue the business in some respect. A lot of families squander money, mm. um, and a lot of kids just you know they suck, right? They're not. So that's they live what I'm trying to understand money. is like, how do you maintain? Like, who is like with the royal family, for example? Yeah. There's probably a team, a deep state, if you yeah, will, yeah, yeah. that is. Built to maintain the family despite how retarded the yeah. family is. So it's interesting because you go down to Palm Beach, right? You go, you, you drive around like Worth Avenue and Palm Beach, and before you get down there, you see all these family offices. You'll see like this trust and that mm. trust and mm. the Chilton Trust and this trust, and those are family offices. You have one office dedicated to managing the wealth of one family. So that yeah. is something that. So no know, even if the kids are fuck ups, yes. the trust is built in a yeah, way that's correct. to be fuck up proof. That's right. So they go have kids. But some of these families, the kids aren't fuck ups and they continue yeah. to do good shit. And I'm like, how do you instill the productive values yeah. in the kids? It's hard. Yeah, so they just don't squander everything. It's and who difficult. does it the best? And do you just need one good kid every couple of generations? That's a good or point, too. Like, does every kid have family. to have the culture? Well, it's also industries change, right? So the, uh, the other important thing is the industries change, right? So much of the, the largest consolidation of wealth in human history is in Northern California right now. It's a $9 trillion market cap, and it's because every big tech company that we know about is, is sitting somewhere between uh, you know, San Francisco and, and Palo Alto. Um, that's where a, a huge amount of money is being generated right now, right? So if you're in an industry that is, a, you know, can be, um, you know, modernized and can evolve and can still make money, you're great. If you're in a, you know, there are like heiresses and people that, you know, they, their family owned a stationary company, right? They owned a paper company, yeah, right? And yeah, yeah, all of a yeah. sudden, we're, we all, you That's know. That's all the West Virginia, like there's these like yeah. mansions and shit in West Virginia right. because of the coal industry. Right. Yeah. So it really depends on like where you made your money. Did you diversify? Did you get into human trafficking, narco 
narco trafficking, sure. drug yeah. trafficking, yeah. political assassinations, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. flipping yeah. elections, working yeah. with the CIA, working with the Mossad, working with MI6. Yeah. You know, did you get into that stuff? Did you blackmail people? Did you kill them? Did you blow up their cars? Yeah. Did you visit South American capitals, get yeah. into the drug trade, get into the drug game, <laughs> make friends? You know what I mean? Did you do yeah. that or did you just sit around at Yale and jerk off? What did you do? <laughs> what did you do with it? That did was you magnificent. Make it worth that was magnificent. That was a wonderful. You got to work. Yeah. So what happens? They make all the money and then they go, okay, there's a limit to what I can do with all this fucking money because these politicians, I might as well be a politician or maybe make my kid a politician. Well, I always tell the story of like, there's this fun representative and I like her because she's a little chubby and she uh, beats up her husband. Oh. And I, uh, Katie Porter, she's in uh, Orange County, California. Okay. Katie Porter is a Democrat (laughs) congresswoman from Orange County who physically abuses her husband and, and she's the one with the whiteboard if you've ever seen this she brings oh, like yeah. Jamie Diamond from Chase Manhattan he'll come in okay and she goes can I ask you a question Mr. Diamond and she breaks down his salary and how much he earns and then she breaks down the salary of like a teller the same way she breaks down her husband. here she goes this is what she's famous about right wow she throws a couple of cookies down the down the hatch yeah. and then she goes in a, as I've done yeah. Yeah, as I've no. done a couple of cookies <laughs> <clears throat> so this wow. is a character I do, by the way. This isn't me. This is a ca- this is a <laughs> character. Yeah, yeah. Okay. She goes in and she goes, hey, you're fucking everyone over. And she does it on a whiteboard. She goes, here's how you're screwing everyone over. And they all take it. They all take it. It's a show. It's fun. It goes on Twitter. It goes on YouTube. It does means nothing. It yeah. does nothing. They get in their chat. Jamie Diamond looks at somebody and goes, can we kill her? Yeah, yeah, Can yeah. we do something? Yeah. Can we, like... Can we like can we experiment with like an exploding cookie yeah. or something? <laughs> How do we get her? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, it's a show. They're they know that this is never going to impact them because at the end of the day, this is more of a show. They come in for a public scolding. This is like give the people their pound of flesh, yes. and then we get to continue to hoard <clears throat> wealth, and yes, pillage and everything. I'll uh, take it. Everybody goes, oh, he got fucking demolished. Yeah, yeah dude. You talk about yeah. yeah, you'll talk about like the, the Back, yeah. White House roast or whatever, where the <laughs> yeah. president is like, yo, you have to come eat these jokes. Yeah, yeah. For them, it's like you have to come eat this shit, and yeah. we all feel a little bit better, and then you can go yeah. and continue to plunge. Because we don't that. really want change. Yeah. We just want to see them be publicly. We just want a mom. She's a mom. It's mom energy. (laughs) She's up there being like, you know. Yeah, you scolded that rich guy. You lied to me. You had the party. I said you shouldn't have a party. (laughs) You said it was going to be four people. But you know what it was? It wasn't four people. And then you stole $3 billion. Yeah, we feel like he's not getting away with it. And then he'll continue to get away with it. And then, right. And then you go, mom, I'm really sorry. It's like hard. It's like hard to be a kid. It's like hard. Like, Like other people from other schools are coming. I just want them to like me, and it's very hard. I don't understand. You don't get it. You know, dad's never around. And she's like, well, none of that's an excuse. You go, I know, mom, but I'm doing the best I can. And she's like, fine. And then she's like, all right, here's a couple of hundred bucks. You know, go on the ski trip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all it is. It's a fun. So Zuckerberg got to show up for that shit. He's got to show up and get spanked. Everybody got to get spanked. He's got to get spanked. And then he goes back into the cryo chamber, wow. the jujitsu mountain he's on. Or, yeah. So they show up and they send Big Mama out. Big Mama comes in. <laughs> Big Mama comes in and she gives everybody a spank and goes right to the whiteboard. She goes right to the whiteboard. And by the way, this is what Russia hasn't figured out. Right. Putin should just sit down. They Get bring a little spanking. She's got a. She draws Navalny on the whiteboard. She goes, "What did you do?" And he yeah. just sheepishly sits there. That's true. And, and they, wow. Russia is an old society. They have not figured out stagecraft in the way 
that America has. We have these really fun, brilliant, Hollywood-style ways to make people feel like things are changing. Russia doesn't do any of that. They just right. blow up planes and kill people. <laughs> yeah. It's old school. Old they just school. don't understand. Yeah. There's a bunch of guys in a room. They go, what are we going to do? And we're like, we got an Orange County mom. Yeah. She yeah. spanks everybody, and then we keep the party going. <laughs> yeah. In Russia, they don't have that. Russia, they, they can't bring in some woman from Minsk who's like, oh, there's things. Yeah. They go, let's blow the plane up. Yeah. yeah. Just <laughs> blow the plane. Poi get the poison. We have all this poison. Just poison. <laughs> Does she know she's an actor in the theater? No, she thinks she's doing a great job. You don't think she knows? No, she thinks she's doing a great job. No, this is the beauty of all. Everybody thinks they're a hero. Everyone thinks they're a hero. Jamie's a hero for getting spanked. She's a hero for doing things. Everybody's a hero. She comes in. She gets up. She has her egg white omelet. She's only lying to herself. She she gets in a minivan. She gets in a minivan. Goes over to Washington D.C. She gets in there. You know what I mean? Uh, you know, has a keto one of those. You know those keto uh, peanut butter cups. Oh, yeah, goes, yeah, 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 well, it's actually uh, my yeah. body's running on. So she comes in. She sits down, and then this is like it's go time. Yeah. The cameras are on her, and oh, she's yeah. ready. And it's a beautiful thing to watch, and it, it means nothing. Yeah, nothing ever happens. Yeah, yeah. and like. Literally, they'll pass the law where they're like, you're evicting someone in 60 days. You, you, we're, we're, you're giving them 65. You're giving them five extra days before the sheriffs go in there. That's like the most that ever happens. Slow clap. It's, it's like if Bernie Sanders, <laughs> where everyone's like, yeah. If Bernie Sanders would have been elected, he would have fought for four years. He would have yeah. gone up there, all the speeches. Yeah. At the end, he would have gotten like free community college for a year. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's what he would have got, and it would have been like a big victory. Everybody would have been like, "Wow, this is amazing!" And he'd go, "You have the right yeah. to go to community college now that regular college means nothing. Yeah, you have the right to go to community college for, for one, one year, year for yeah. free. Yeah, and um, you know that's like." It's a brilliant, the way it's all set up, it's kind of, you gotta watch it and you gotta go, this is fun. Yes, it's theater. And we theater. need the theater. We need the theater. Russia doesn't have it. A lot of countries don't have it. What is it? Uh, the exhaust or whatever? You got to let the... Yeah, you got to burn off the fumes. You got to burn off the fumes. And we need that. We're People angry. get mad. They yeah. get angry. They go, these banks, we know they're screwing they're us over. They're stealing my money. They're raising the my money. mortgage. I can't believe this. And then they're like, but let's see what Big Mama says. And, and Big she, Mama she just lays it out. Doesn't she? Yeah. She just lays it out. She's been real uh, peep on Israel, though. She's yeah. not... Ooh. Okay, we got to put a pause to this conversation about uh, global domination, power, and greed. Yes. Okay, because uh, the good people at home need uh, some takes, to be honest. They need yeah. some picks. Yeah. I think you've been doing really well. You've been smoking them. Yeah, they, uh, they need greed as well. We should all capitalize on some you greed. You know what? Let's We're going to continue yeah, the greed conversation. Uh, what do we got going on I right got now? safe picks on prize picks. I'm, okay. I'm playing it safe because prize picks has the green goblin, which is like a it's like a very easy thing to hit. Multiplier okay. not quite as high, but it's very safe. It's like a mutual fund. Okay, stock talk to market. Me. All right. So I got Kyrie Irving more than 19 and a half points. That seems like a fucking lock. Yeah. Uh, I got Steph Curry more than three and a half assists. That's I that's a sing thousand percent lock, not even a yeah. question. Yeah. And then they're offering a discount right now. Donovan Mitchell more than 21 and a half points. Normally it's like 27, 26. Mm. They went down. That's not even there's not even like a multiplier on that. That's just something they're giving you. You know what I mean? So those are your prize picks. Promo code Schultz. 
to match your initial deposit up to $100. So you put in 100 to get 100 for free. Yeah, that's far. That seems like a fucking no-brainer. Yeah, that's far. What else happened in sports right now? You know what I'm excited about? This is There's a couple weeks that suck after the NFL season ends. Yeah. But then once the atrociousness that is NBA All-Star Weekend is over, we get to get into now it's stuff. real basketball. Yeah, now now we're you're getting up for the playoffs and the guys are actually playing and we're looking at you know what seeds are going to be in. This is going to be good. And if you're at home with, with baby Shiloh, yeah. next season... Y'all are looking promising. So yeah, it's kind of crazy. To do. It is kind of crazy. I can't even believe it. I don't want to even attach myself to it. Because... What sucks is as you get busier, you get less time for sports. But the good thing about being with her right now, yeah. you have all the time for sports. Oh, yeah, and the Knicks are actually good. Such a great excuse also when you take like your newborn to a game because you look like the best dad, but you're really just selfishly <laughs> going to a game and blowing your kid's eardrums out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but you put the headphones on. Exactly. So like, look really how adorable dad. he is, yeah. making her a Knicks fan. No, yeah. no, I would be doing that for me. I just yes. want to let you know. Yes. That will be for me yes. when that happens. Okay? But you should do it. Yeah, right. I should. You, should. you deserve it, dude. You worked hard. Son, we did. You know what I mean? We yeah. did. I mean, I did all the work, really. Yeah, you when really you think did. about it, I really did everything yeah. to make that. Big. Yeah, you know what I mean? <laughs> Shout out to wives, yo. Yeah. Shout out to wives. Anyway, what else we got? Anything else? Man, uh, that's it. Football season, dry. So you got to find the new thing. Right yeah. now, it's NBA. That's the move. All right, NBA. we're locked in to Focus. NBA. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's get rid of them floors. Yeah, yeah, get rid of them goofy ass floors. That's all done too. All star game is gone. The playing season tournament is gone. Now it's real high stakes basketball. Back to basketball. Let's Let's have some fun. Absolutely. We, you know who I would actually love to talk to. Uh, Did you see when JJ Reddick called out Doc Rivers? Oh yeah. Yeah. So, so Doc is a guy that I I don't know something about him always just felt weird to me. And then he goes to coach the Bucks, gets their their head coach gets fired midseason. Yeah. He gets forty million a year, and then he keeps being like, "Yeah, you know, we're gonna suck for a while. The guys aren't playing hard." And it's like, buddy, you're making forty million a year. Yeah, yeah. And then JJ Redick is like, "There's never any accountability with this guy. It's always always blaming someone else." Yeah. And JJ Redick played for Ex-coach. him. Ex-coach. So yeah. this is like a very personal thing. I would love to. He's the fucking best. Dude. Yo, JJ don't give a fuck. He's the best. And JJ- he's like, He's not give a fuck. Yeah, I like that. We got to have JJ on. Yeah, absolutely. We got to bring JJ on the pod. Yeah. yeah that's going to be, yeah, that, that'll be fun. He'd be a good person to get some perspective on the league. Also, I want to learn about like the Duke days. Like, yeah. And it's cool to see the transformation from like this kid. He was hated. Hated. Yeah. And now he's just like this fucking very calm, cool dad that's like very thoughtful in everything he says, yeah. even if it's a hot take. Yeah. It's well thought out. He's great. Maybe yeah. the best in basketball right now with yeah. no Van Gundy. Yeah, we might have to have J.J. on. Yeah. We got to talk about how pale he was at Duke. Like, it was almost like he was leaning in to be Yeah, I feel like Duke wanted him to be there. Yeah. Like, don't go out in the sun. Yeah. <laughs> we got, I know. Yeah. We, we got, got yeah. much to move. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's get back to the show, man, with Tim Dillon. Hey. Who is peep on Israel and who is not? The squad. Those people are but I feel like the squad vocal. barely says anything anymore. Well, one does. The Rashida Tlaib, because she's oh, Palestinian. Yeah. So she got it. She has to. She's got to pop off. Yeah. Um, she's the Macklemore of our, uh, co- you know what I mean? <laughs> because he's also popping up. Um, how about the guy that lit himself on? Oh, yeah. Right? I just heard about this. Lit himself yeah. on fire, said free What happened? He, he the guy soldier, right? outside yeah. of the Israeli embassy yeah. lit himself on fire to protest the war. And which wow. my whole point is, they don't care about that. That's what they're doing. <laughs> yeah. Are you sure he lit himself yeah, on fire? Yeah, he lit himself on fire. And Israel's like, yeah. um, you saved us time. Yeah, sure. uh, and thank you. Well, they were I like, mean, this, this is, is a real cost effective This is a protest. He lit himself on fire. This it's, is an Air, U.S. Air Force soldier, right? It's a self-emoliation. And what he was doing, this is an old school way of protest where you yeah. light yourself on fire 
to protest something that you do not like. And um, this person- This is Eastern yeah. philosophy. This is very, uh, I, I don't know whose philosophy this is. Rage Against the Machine. It, it, is, <laughs> it, is, it is Eastern. Isn't it, uh, a Tibetan guy the did this. did do it or something? Yeah. Yes, yeah. exactly. There was a guy yeah. who did it. Um, to protest some type of, you're right, it was uh, an Asian yeah. person. Did they put him out or did he die? <laughs> no, he died. Oh, they, they put him out, but he, the, you know, he succumbed to his injuries oh, yeah. in the hospital. Yeah, and usually, yeah. Let's just be very honest here. Yes. In terms of yeah. pure stagecraft, I like this. Talk to us. I like it because... <laughs> 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 I like it because I like it because first of all, yeah, it's new. I like the focus on one person. All these protests, there's so many people in the it's streets, a, a it gets lost, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is really going back to the old school. One person, Tim's one, just watching a play. One can of gas, yeah. one person yeah. in front of the thing. And it's just your eyes are trained right on him. Yeah. The message doesn't get muddled. It's free Palestine. Yeah. Because in the big protests, you know what happens. What happens? People show up with the oak tag and they're talking about nine other things. That's true. That's right. It's distracting. He's yelling only two words as he burns himself to death. Tragedy, yes, not good. I didn't do it. I didn't put anyone in a tunnel. I didn't do anything. <laughs> the point is, um, I didn't do anything. There's people mad at me right now. Look at yourselves. I did nothing. I'm just, as a protest, I go, I'm more into this than yeah. I am into the march. Mm. The marches, you're over the marches. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just over <laughs> it. Yeah. But this is new. Yeah. This is new. This is real sacrifice. Yeah. It's real sacrifice. Just it's getting hot. your 10,000 Kids yeah. love it. It's yeah. trending. It's <laughs> on TikTok. Yeah. It's killing on X. It's just. It's engagement, it's followers, it's yeah. likes, it's clicks. This it's, should be a new TikTok channel. This is big. Yeah. And go it's cry about just, it. Go cry about <laughs> it, as the, the VIP list bitches would say. But no, this is, I mean, as a marketing thing, yeah. this is this is done very well for him. Very well. No, he's not here to see it. <laughs> it's unfortunate. But this is a great marketing move. Yeah. All this is artists, a market. So. You want to talk about a promo? Mm. Burt Kreischer, eat your heart out. That is a promo. <laughs> Do we need? That is a promo. This guy is wild. <laughs> and Burt does the best how many promos I think the game, but <laughs> this guy has elevated it to another level. <laughs> yeah, that Imagine is. if he was selling tickets. Oh, they're gone. <laughs> Imagine if he's announcing a tour. Yes. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. the real game. Put it out after a minute or two. Yeah. Put it out mm, and yeah. put the dates on. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Roll the dates. I like it. I like it. You don't want to tell. You're wasting virality for nothing. They're not going <laughs> to stop the war. They don't care that you burned your yeah. They don't care. You yeah. can't think they're going to care. How do you get them to stop the war? You don't. There's no way? Well, I You couldn't figure it out? I think they have to have some, uh, uh, America hasn't got the power to make Israel stop the war. Whoa, we hot don't take. We don't have the power. Mm -hmm. Hot take. No, I mean. What does that mean? Are you trying to say? No, they have a, a military, they have money. But if the have, whole UN votes for a ceasefire and the US raises their hand as well, then what, Israel says, fuck y'all? Well, yes, but also we're not doing that. We're not doing that. The best you're gonna get is for Biden to say this deal, this hostage release deal. You got to accept before it. Before you yeah. attack the Rafa where all the civilians are. Um, I think the damage has been done. Yeah. There will never be a two-state solution now. Uh -uh. Um, it is a thing that has made the region less safe. And I'm not even putting this all on Israel, obviously. But, yeah. like, this is just, you know, I think... I think 80% of Gaza is now uninhabitable. Uh, yeah. Uh, you know, I don't know how it goes back to 
anything that we understand. I think it moves forward in a way that has to be Arab countries like Saudi Arabia and the United States. They've got to they police to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They have to rebuild it. Yeah. They have to kick in a lot of money. But this is not going to get somebody to stop the war. And I have a ton of sympathy for innocent people in Gaza dying that had nothing to do with this, that have been also crushed under Hamas. Yeah. This is the loss of life is absolutely staggering. I think Israel had a 9-11 moment where they went a little overboard. I think we went a little overboard for sure. Yeah. After 9-11, I think we did things that were unwise and yeah. ultimately made us less What safe. was the right amount of people we should have killed after Yeah, 9/11? a little overboard <laughs> is a very Because I hear term. people saying well, that. They're like, it's too many babies it's, killed. And it's like, well, what's the right amount? There's no way to say it. Like, yeah. language doesn't work when you're talking about <laughs> thousands of people dying. Yeah, right? yeah, so yeah, if yeah. I say a little Half overboard, it. it sounds like I'm being callous about yeah, it. Yeah. Um, but the other the other problem is if I Very say like board. if I say right if I say like it was a genocide then that has this political connotation that they're yeah. targeting yeah. so then it's like then you can't have a discussion about how to end anything because people are gonna because lock people it just go nuts word, about say. words where yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. no the goal just like Trump was right when they said what's the goal in the Ukraine war he's like no more dying no more dying no more war how do we get to and then no she's more like dying. what do you mean and he's like well uh, I don't want anyone to die anymore yeah we should stop the war and she's like but do you want and it's like no 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 my goal, everyone's goal, because I'm an Irish Catholic from Long Island yeah. who grew up with none of, I didn't, this was not yeah. a meaningful thing for my family. Yeah. It's not like my mother came home and was like, Israel, like we yeah. just weren't, you know, I, I'm not as super educated about the issue either. I don't pretend to be. Yeah. I just know that we can't see levels of, of destruction like this yeah. in the modern world. When you're yeah. looking at your phone and you're seeing children displaced and families displaced and no hospitals and those that it, it's not going to work and i think ultimately it makes israel less safe and it diminishes their credibility internationally a reaction like this yeah yeah that doesn't mean that they shouldn't have responded they needed to respond they absolutely had to respond it was an attack on israel yeah. from hamas it was yeah. an act of war you also respond with an you respond with an act of war. Yeah, it's completely understandable. Violence begets violence. Violence begets violence. At some point in any conflict, you have to figure out how to end the conflict. Do you think that the um, uh, do you well think said. that the countries in in the Middle East yeah. are in some ways complicit with what's happening? Like they almost kind of want terrorism wiped out so they can get some Western dollars in there? It feels yeah. like everybody's ready to let capitalism run wild. Well, Iran has always been... Outside of Iran. Uh, yeah, they've always been kind of a, an agitator in that region. They don't really get along with Saudi Arabia. Saudi yeah. and Arabia and Israel actually had like kind of a... a yeah. Kind of boys. UAE, yeah. Israel's good. Egypt, Israel's yeah. good. Jordan, Israel's but good. But I think this has strained a lot of those relationships too because the citizens in those countries are like, this is... The citizens, I think, are furious, but I, I yeah. wonder if the governments are like, hey, listen, we need no terrorism over here. We yeah. can't have random bombs. Yes, I, I think, don't want any of this yes. political unrest. If you got to well, go in I there and the one, wipe it I was clean, the one who very bravely... What did you do? You want to hear this? Yeah, you lit a guy on fire outside of an Israeli. <laughs> when they were trying to kick the heads of Hamas out of the Four Seasons Del Qatar, I said no. <laughs> because I believe in brand loyalty as a concept. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They had lived in the Four Seasons for a very long time. First mm. of all, there's mm. not a lot of great chains in hotels in the world. There are not. Yeah. yeah. There are not. Yeah. I've stayed in a lot. Yeah. And I'm saying I didn't disagree with what Hamas did. But. But making them stay at a lesser hotel is not going to make them 
less angry. It's going yeah. to yeah. piss them off. Butter them up. Yeah. I said, leave them in the Four Seasons. In fact, make it nicer. Mm. Bring them to an Amman. Bring them to an Amman. The war's let's, over. Let's get it really The war's yeah. over. But if they're Spa in a Marriott? Yeah. Spa day. Mm. No, we don't want it's to be It's going to be carnage in a Marriott. <laughs> but it is funny because these are the things <laughs> in the modern world, why, why all of this stuff is crazy. Mm. It's insane is yeah. because that's a news story. Should the leaders of Hamas get kicked out of the Four Seasons? Yeah. That's insane. It's an insane news story. Why is there not more pressure on the Four Seasons for that? The breakfast is amazing. No. (laughs) (laughs) They sell their sheets and pillows. Yeah, well, here's the problem. We all, for example, the Beverly Hills Hotel is owned by people who throw gay people off the roof, right? Uh, Is it? I believe so. Who's owned by? Sultan Brunei, Dorchester Group. And yeah. they, they throw gay people off the roofs. They have. Not at the Beverly Hills. Not, yeah, not at that hotel. Kill. Oh, not that that not hotel. Where they're <laughs> from. Yeah. We'll just break a leg. Yeah. yeah. I've tried. No. Um, <laughs> so where they're from, it's not good. It's yeah. not good. The progressive values aren't good. Yeah. But if I have to have lunch at the Waldorf, I will throw myself off the roof. That's a good point. <laughs> you understand yeah. what I mean? Yeah. If I have to have the chicken salad at the Waldorf, I will throw myself off the roof. Yeah. But owned by big Jews who I know, will allow I you know to do they that. share the values, but it's not as good. The eggs are not as good. Not as yeah. Good. So we all have to decide which horrors we want to participate in, yeah. and for what and for what reason. Yeah. <laughs> That's part of modern life. Sorry, sorry. Go I know there's a lot of NYU students that are unhappy. Go cry about it. <laughs> 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 what do Americans still own? I mean. Very little, right? A lot of our cultural properties are kind of diminishing. We still kill music. You do a lot of great stuff on your show about music that we still, we're still, the world is our music, yeah. right? That's always something that we still have. Um, war. Mm. We're good at war. Oh, baby. Yeah. Uh, tech. tech. Yeah. We're doing yeah. good. Yeah. Um, you know, our financial sector is, is, is pretty big. We've got some stuff. We're, I'm talking about in terms of properties. Like, it seems like yeah. so many of these traditional American properties and British properties, too, yeah. are owned yeah. by uh, country. We got a lot of abroad. people coming in. A lot of people. London is a clearance sale for the Middle East. Yeah. Qatar, <laughs> you know, yeah. London. Uh, the United States, New York City is yeah. the same. Um, you know, uh, yeah, I mean, because a lot of these people want to diversify. That's why it's all funny. It's like, you know, Navalny does all these videos where he's like, look at all the corruption in Russia all these oligarchs they own all these houses and we're like yeah go Navalny go you know where else they own property here here, mm. here in our cities yeah. and you know what we say when people say well we should we should stop S-Corps from buying real estate yeah. and we should limit the amount of foreign ownership you know we all say no no so it's just very funny, like, we're like, he's exposing the corruption, but we're really happy to take the dollars of oligarchs and, you know... Uh, Dude, we took them twice. Here. The, uh, all the oligarchs' assets got seized once the war started. Yeah, which I was against. And, yeah. <laughs> it's against. And, uh, it's not right. It's not right. It's not easy to get a yacht. My, my real estate... <laughs> it's not easy to run a fertilizer company for 30 years... Okay, that you won in some struggle where you had to kill nine people outside of a cafe in Prague. Okay, and you had to hide in a car, and you don't tell anyone about that. And now you, you know you've got thirty years, and you know it's like you have this yacht, and you've named it after the guy you watched to die. Wait, 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 who is this? No, I'm just making. Oh, it. I, I thought you were talking I'm just about making the. It up. Hopefully, someone out there is listening. Going, yeah. this is interesting. Yeah. But no, at the end of the day, it's like, and now you have a yacht, and then Putin invades Ukraine, and now you got to give up. Your yacht? 
Bro, that what? you kill That's people fucked. For. You kill people for that yacht. Yeah. Most yachts people die for. <laughs> anyway, they seized all these assets that the oligarchs owned in New York and uh, have a buddy in real estate. And he was, him and his buddies were already looking at the ownership of Russian assets in New York. Yeah. And that, so that they could undercut them by 50%. Yeah. Trying to buy it. So, the, so they sell it to the oligarchs. Yeah. Buy it back at half off again. Yeah. And there's all these great stories about how they got around a lot of the sanctions. The sanctions really didn't impact the Russian economy the way we thought it would. Um, there's a great story that actually came out about Nikolai Petrush Patrushev, who was uh, the, the head of Putin's security services. He used to be the head of the FSB, their intelligence agency. He's like Putin's main guy, maybe the successor to Putin. His son, uh, his best friend, is like this guy that works in, in a Norway energy company. And even though Norway, you know, all these countries sanctioned Russia, they're just doing backdoor deals. Oh, I saw uh, the oil tankers yeah. going uh, through yeah. the Bosphorus yeah. in Turkey. Right. And they just have no uh, labels on yeah. them at all. There's just these random. <laughs> There's ways yeah. around it. Yeah, yeah. There's yeah. ways around it. What is, what, do, you, do we have It's any, a long game. We need enemies. We need enemies. We yeah. Need enemies. Yeah. It's a long game. Especially when your business That's is. That's what Russia was. Bombs. We're never going to put them into NATO. We never, yeah. we never got them into our thing because we need an enemy. We yeah, why? Why didn't we bring them in after World because War II? Because we need an enemy. But we needed an enemy immediately, or they also oh, wanted yeah. an enemy. Well, I think it's good for everyone to have an enemy because every, it's very good for Russia to talk about the great, you know, the Satan of America, and it's great for because that galvanizes to talk the about, people. Yes, you need a common enemy that everybody. Otherwise, people upon. start listening to Big Mama. Oh no! <laughs> oh no! They start listening to Big Mama. Half the people that are listening to Big Mama, you have to go, Putin, Satan, stop listening to Big Mama. Oh fuck! So that's the issue when you don't. <laughs> so wait. So yeah. that's the issue when you don't have an enemy that everybody's afraid of. You just fight each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got, and then Putin gets out. America's gonna come in here. They want they want unisex bathrooms. They want your family to be forced into gay porn production ah. <laughs> and and all this stuff. So and then, one enemy is just way more uh, effective when it comes to running a country. It's way easier to be two or three. Yeah, you need a Batman villain. You need an enemy. You need somebody to get your because otherwise people start going, hey, what's going on here? Yeah, stop and asking questions. Yeah, stop asking questions. So now they got to make us fight with each other because there's no one we're really afraid of. If like, there's Americans no Joker, are, you start looking at the Batman like, dude, you're a fucking psychopath. Yeah, yeah going dude, why are nothing. you in this cave? Because yeah. we're not afraid. Like we're not afraid of Russia, really. Americans, maybe a little bit. China, we like yeah. fake care about the migrant crisis. Like there's nothing that really is mm. concerning us. Yeah, I mean, so that's why they're trying. They're trying. They're trying to get us to be really afraid of Russia. It's not really working. Nah, it's not working. They're trying. Um, and then China, uh, we know it's there. We know it's looming, yeah. but it's not imminent. It also doesn't feel like they want the smoke that bad. Like they want to beat us maybe economically, China but they're, like, they're not like, I want to blow much you up. More, China is much more, they can play the long game Yeah. Uh, in terms of uh, a conflict with America. They don't want one tomorrow. Yeah. They can they're reliant. They're just getting stronger. They need the us to buy shit. getting better. Yeah. yeah. So last time you were on the pod, you talked kind of in a way that made it feel like America's, uh, you might have even said it, an yeah. empire on the decline. Sure. Do you still feel that way? If so, is it China? Who's next? What's the biggest threat? I think we're, 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 in a, we're in a stage of decline, but we're in a stage of decline the way a housewife is. You know, she's in Beverly Hills. She's still, the tits are still out. Yeah. They're still yeah. out. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. She's not getting the attention she got 
the tits are still out. Yeah. She's still in a Porsche. She's on husband three. Mm -hmm. He's no oligarch, mm. but you know, he's got a good medical supplies company. Yeah. <laughs> they got a house in the flats. Yeah. You know? Yeah. She's got one kid in rehab and another one who's an artist in Soho. We're Sharon Stone. Yeah. We're Sharon Stone. We're not. It yeah. ain't crisis mode. No, it it's a beautiful, mode. elegant the tits woman. Are out, but yeah. it ain't. You're not 25. It's, it's not. We, we don't, it doesn't go backwards. Yeah. So she knows that. So you think glory days are gone. How much longer do we have? And then who takes? Glory days are all subjective. One guy's glory days are another people's hell. Some people say the 50s and 60s were the glory days. Well, they weren't for minorities, gays, or women, right? Yeah. yeah. Some people said the 90s were the glory days. Some people will say that the early 2000s were the glory days. Some people will say that. Right now is the glory days because they just they just made a hell of a lot of money in Bitcoin and live in Miami and yeah. uh, you know who knows. Um, I just think that like we're in our bad like we're a little past bad bitch mm -hmm. and now we're like in our front row of a Porsche heading down PCH kind of IDAF phase. I don't yeah. give a fuck phase. Yeah. And then after that, it's the sloppy pills phase. Ooh. So we got to make I mean? sure that we, we don't get to the sloppy pills. We, we want to. This is a nice phase. Driving down the PCH great, and the Porsche is incredible. This is a great phase because it's like, it's a, I've done it phase. Yes, people talk shit about me. Yes, I've had three husbands. Yeah. Yes, my kids hate me. <laughs> but. You know, but I did it. Yeah. At a certain point in life, you start going, I did it. No matter what you've done, which is actually hilarious. No matter yeah. what you've done. I've known some of the biggest losers in the world. But they did it. Still, when they get to 40, they start talking about shit like it's, they'll talk about taking a bus. Yeah. They'll go, I took a bus. Like, they don't care. <laughs> you have to look back and go, it was something. Yeah. <laughs> so this bitch, we did it. We yeah. did it. Yeah. And, and we're in that phase. The next phase is sloppy pills. Where are the pills? Is yeah. there a way to we avoid that? We don't want that. her to show up at the lunch phase. Yeah. Because she's a problem. Is there a way to avoid that phase? Technology, science, medicine. How much, how good can it get? How much better can it get? I know you had that crazy guy in the other day. Yeah, He's Brian. Awesome. Drinking his kid's blood. He seems fun. He was, <laughs> he was, honestly. I do check in on the show all the time, and I go, what Bro, did Andrew do? Honestly, he was great. Like, Putin will be on this. And I'm like, how did Tucker <laughs> before Andrew got it? So, because uh, we wouldn't fly out. Here's the yeah, thing. Right. Too That's a good point. Here's the thing. Uh, it's great speaking to people that truly believe that they're going to change the world yes or believe in what they're doing like i had dinner with uh, bob lazar with rogan once he's yes. the ufo dude yeah and i don't know if i believe in ufos but i know he believes yes that he was doing it yes like i don't think he's lying sure and that brian dude genuinely believes they if he doesn't believe. get hit by a bus they all he believe. can live forever the cia believes it the fsb believes it putin believes. putin's yeah. not kidding yeah putin's not kidding yeah Putin genuinely believes that Russia is, the West is going to try to take Russia and westernize it. He believes that. We, now, I think he's right. Yeah, I mean, you know, Ann Applebaum in the Atlantic, all these people writing articles going, we need to westernize Russia. It's a failed state. It's a failed society. It's westernized. I went to Moscow. I yeah. did stand up there. No, but it's, it's all, westernized. All these people want to do is sell weapons. Once you just understand That's that the world it. is selling yeah. weapons, yeah, it's, everything makes sense. Okay. You go, oh, I get it. So let's back up. It's not westernized in terms of trans bathrooms. They could give a flying fuck if right. you love trans people or not. Are right. you buying the weapons from Raytheon? That's right. If you're buying the weapons because from Raytheon, that's good. That's it. So they want... That's what they want, and Putin genuinely believes, whether he's right or wrong, or whether people think he's overreacting or not, yeah. he believes there is an existential threat through NATO to Russia. Yeah. And I think 
he's probably correct. But isn't there always one from your neighbors? Like, I hate when people bring up that argument. They're like, oh, we've been invaded like this for thousands of years. It's like, yeah, that's what neighbors do. Neighbors invade each well, other why, for thousands that, of that's years. That's why you want, Russia wants their neighbors to not have the means. To do it. To do it. Completely get it. Yeah. Tough cookies. It's. I mean. Well, no, but it is tough cookies because they have 200 nuclear weapons. As, but do they work? They work. How do we know that? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, there's a, there's a lot of like they huffing work. and puff. Like he was like, yeah. you know, we have hypersonic speed and we have the greatest Listen, if in the world. We didn't think they worked. We'd be in our, we'd be in Ukraine fighting with them. That's a valid point. American boots are That's not on valid soil. Point. It's a valid point. Wait a minute. Let's talk about that. Ooh. That's interesting. If we, we will send weapons, we will send weapons. We will not go. And why is that not a violation? Like, if you're supplying the weapons to the people that are killing me, like because I'm at war it's with a you. Fun game. Because they, okay, so those and are the rules of the like, game. It's the rules of the game. And that's why he smiles at it. Yeah. With the Stream shit. He needs this. Everyone needs it. Oh, because it. it galvanizes his people. Who's oh. in his third act? His tits are out. Yeah. He's on a PCA. <laughs> We're He's both trying to avoid sloppy pills. He's got a tits out on a PCA. That's oh, that's everybody needs yeah, yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They need. They we need. all need it. When they blew up the Nord Stream. <laughs> <laughs> Don't end this shit. Yeah, I got great. two great bits on this. This is good stage. Yeah. The Royal Albert Hall. Keep it going. Yo, do also, it. Royal Albert Please Hall go is beautiful. London, people. London, go show up for Timmy. He's coming to Royal yes, Albert Hall. When, 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 when? Um, it's April, early April the 7th, I believe. Okay, good. It's, it's a Sunday, but what are you stunning. doing? You'll go. Please Maybe. go. <laughs> it's amazing. It, it was... <clears throat> it was really one of the most beautiful places. No, I'm excited to do it, and I'm excited to do it. But, yeah, I mean, it's like we won't go there and we won't do it. We just have to give them the weapons. We can't do it because then that's direct confrontation. Mm -hmm. But we don't want direct if confrontation. If we did Nord Stream, that's direct confrontation. But it's, now, we can, if, nobody can prove if, it. Yeah, and how – but – isn't what he he brought something up on it? He goes, There's only one country that's capable of doing it. Yeah. Capable right? so with Putin, capable Putin knows with we did it, but here's the deal. Yeah. He cannot allow American troops to kill Russian soldiers in the Ukraine without responding by going to a hot war with America. We can underhand it. Oh, 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 yeah, oh, yeah. oh, now I'm getting it. Okay, yeah. so so basically, he might not even want to go into a hot war, but his people will lose yeah, respect yeah, yeah. for him. That's correct. And his power will be threatened if he They'll doesn't do a go coup. to a hot war. They'll do a coup. And so he's only acting, yeah. so as long as we behave in a way where he yeah. doesn't have to react, now they must know that we're supplying the weapons. We're literally talking about it in the news. We're going $14 billion going oh, to he knows. He's literally said, stop supplying the weapons, and the war will end in two weeks. Now, at the same time, you could probably argue we're also supplying food in some way to the Russian army. We're supplying Coca-Cola. Like the yeah. global economy is so intermixed. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, at the end of the day, it's like this is a, a geopolitical, geopolitical chess game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's things we can do without going into a wider war. Yeah. And there's things we can't do. We can't put troops on the ground, and we won't. Our citizenry will not tolerate. We can put all the flags up. We can, you know, do all the songs yeah. and the dances. Yeah. We will not tolerate American troops in harm's way in the Ukraine. We okay. won't. Oh, separate, separate. Oh, go, go, go. A uh, Russian rocket that can take down satellites. What's your opinion on that? Um, do I, do, I mean, do I know how, like, accurate it is? I mean, the, the, the Russians have a lot of stuff. They've, you know, Putin rebuilt that country. Do they? Yeah. Name a, a Russian car. 
<laughs> yeah, but they're not going to bomb us with a car. They, they, if you can't make a car, you can't make a bomb. <laughs> no, you can make a bomb. I don't think you can. Yeah, in fact, name a Russian is, car. Name a Russian boat. Name a Russian anything. India has these things. The reason that they you know don't I mean? make, they can make cars, cars <laughs> is because all the money goes into <laughs> bombs and things like that. They, I Russia does not have Here's a big my, economy. Mm. Let's well, not subscribe to it. It's fact. I don't believe it. I mean, it's we don't funny. know it's fact. You haven't seen my it. My mother didn't believe the Obama was a Christian. So it doesn't matter. <laughs> he's not a Christian. She was like, he's, he's you know, she goes, there's prayer rugs in the White House. I go, yeah. really? Okay. <laughs> um, the, re the reality is, Russia decided a long time ago all they have is the teeth. They have fear. They do not yeah. have an economy. They're never going to compete with us economically. Yeah. They don't have the people we have. They don't have the ingenuity. They don't have but any of that. They have natural resources, so they don't need any of that. Yeah, but they. they but, they, but that, so does Brazil has natural resources. They need nukes. They need fear. Mm. They need the ability to pulverize. They need they need to be scary. Yeah. If yeah, they're not yeah. scary, then what are they? They've got an economy roughly the size of Brazil. It's not It's not a big deal. It's not a big deal. They need to be scary. So they have scary stuff. Otherwise, we would treat them like Iraq. If they didn't have these nukes, we would he'd be gone already. Yeah. He'd be gone. Uh, okay. We would treat him like Iraq. We we put him in a hole. Yeah. We knew he didn't have weapons of mass destruct. That's why we went in there. Yeah, but there's not 150 million people uh, in Iraq. That's a good point. That's the thing. It's, no, like, it's trouble, hard to manage would, a country of 150 we would, million people. We'd set up a puppet government. It would be fine. But if we don't want to go in there because we know that he has he nuclear has weapons. Nukes. That's why countries want nukes because it's the last line of defense yeah. against the West. Mm. Okay. Here's my, my yeah. thought. If we talk about geopolitical chess, to yeah. me, the only reason I'm, I guess, I don't know if I support the war, but I'm okay with hopefully seeing Russia come over to this team because China is the largest looming threat in my brain. And you're it's absolutely chess, right. You're correct. The and the same members of our foreign policy establishment are saying we need to focus a lot less on Russia and a lot more on China. But if we can get Russia over to our side, if Putin falls, Russia eventually becomes Western. I don't then, think so. I don't think the next guy is going to be a, a friend of ours. I think this was kind of a strategic mistake. I think we should have probably said, hey. Let's do a deal. Let's do a deal. But yeah. I also just don't think we're that afraid of China either. I think that. I which I think I is, so either. Yeah, I think I, is I, underestimating. Yeah, we might be underestimating. I, I just think we're not that afraid of China. I think it's like we need China. China needs us. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think it's we're that afraid. Sure destruction if us. we were that afraid, I think we wouldn't be spending all these resources. And they go, I just feel like cooler heads will prevail uh, with China, perhaps. Okay. However, they're, we're gonna, they're, they're gonna probably maybe take Taiwan. I, I need to understand something, <laughs> okay? We can't let them take Taiwan until we can make the chips. That's a big deal with these chips. And then I NVIDIA out here, like, holding the whole stock market on its shoulders. Yeah. Definitely not going to let China come swoop in and take that. It's going to be tough. We're going to have to figure it out. Um, they want Taiwan. They want a unified. They want the South China Sea. They want Taiwan. They want they want their power base in Asia. They want to run Asia. They want to be the boss of Asia. Yeah. We're going to have to find a way to either let them be the boss or feel like they're the boss. Okay. Okay. All right, guys. Let's take a break for a second. Because some of y'all are taking supplements. You're not taking the best shit. You're just not taking the best shit, and you can be taking the best because your body deserves the best. Actually, I don't even know your body. All I'm saying is if I'm going to spend the money, I'm going to get the best stuff because if I'm taking these powders, if I'm taking these supplements, it's to improve the performance of my body and my brain. So why would I not do the best? How do I know it's the best? I'll tell you why. Because the billion and trillion dollar organizations that need the best supplements for their employees, i.e., NFL football teams, college football teams, I don't know, the United States military, when you need the best performance, you're going with momentous. Simple as that. They don't play games. 
when billions and trillions of dollars are on the line, they don't play games, okay? So this is not your little bodega bullshit. This is the thing that's gonna give you the best results. So if you're already taking the supplements or you wanna step your shit up, you're gonna go with Momentus, okay? Momentus creatine uses creatine monohydrate. You don't know what that is? I don't even know what that is, but it's the gold standard in creatine supplementation is Full informed sport and NSF certified for sports certifications, meaning it contains no banned substances, no toxic contaminants like heavy metals or pesticides. What you see on the label is exactly what you get, which is very important. You're gonna buy boxes from random fucking places. You don't know what the hell they're putting in there. They could grind up rats, cockroaches. You could be getting cockroach protein powder for all you know, but with you, when you're with Momentus, you won't do it at all. Also, the creatine benefits for athletic performance include accelerated lean muscle development, increased strength and power, enhanced recovery rehabilitation, enhanced uh, injury prevention, reducing dehydration, muscle cramps, injuries. If you're playing paddle four times a week because you're cool, okay, no one that's not cool would do that or something. However, you'll figure out the syntax for that sentence. What I'm trying to say is, your boy's on the momentous. It's the only way I can be out there on them courts, getting busy with the dogs. It's straight dogs on the paddle courts, okay? Only way I can do it is with the momentous. You know, if I need that protein isolate, I get the grass-fed whey protein isolate. Protein, fundamental macronutrient that's essential for muscle growth. If you're lifting and you're not taking protein, then what's the point? You're not even building muscle at that point. You need to feed the muscle and you're gonna get your protein from Momentus. High quality protein content provides essential amino acids that support muscle repair and growth after intense physical activity. We know what you're up to, we know what you're doing. Right now, Momentus is offering listeners of flagrant up to 36% off with your first subscription order. And if you don't wanna subscribe, you can still get 20% off creatine, protein, and all of my favorite products. Go to livemomentous.com slash flagrant. Use the code flagrant at checkout to get those discounts and to get your life together, all right? Now let's get back to the show. All right, guys, we're gonna take a break real quick because you need to get on prize picks. If you're not playing prize picks and you're playing fantasy sports, make the switch. Fantasy's a pain in the ass, you know it. You gotta set your lineups every week. If one of your players gets injured, you gotta adjust everything. You gotta be there for a draft. It's so time consuming. Prize picks is so easy, daily fantasy app, and most importantly, if you go to prizepicks.com, they will match your initial deposit up to $100 if you use the promo code Schultz. That means if you put in 100, they will give you 100 for free. Look at that, Happy just parked up, you're in about 100 free dollars. All right, all you gotta do is pick two to six players every game, anytime, any day that you want to, and if they win, or if they go more or less than their prize picks projection, you can win up to 25X your money on any entry. For example, uh, tonight you got uh, Mikhail Bridges getting more than 24 and a half points, you pick more. If you got, uh, Mikhail Bridges is getting less than 10 rebounds. You pick less. There you go. You just did it. I just did a prize pick for you. So it's that simple, guys. Do it on any sport you want. NFL, NBA, MLB, NHL, PGA, college football. They even did the World Cup of Cricket. I did that back there when I went to that fucking disaster of a final where India lost. Guys, prizepicks.com, promo code Schultz. Get on there. It's super fun. Let's get back to the show. I'm trying to understand this George Soros character, okay? Yep. I hear his name a lot. Sure. It's this boogeyman thing. Sure. And I'm trying to, okay, I'm trying to parse something here. Is he the equal and opposite reaction to, like, the Koch brothers? Yes. I, I would say that the Koch brothers probably 
Can you explain who stand. they are to, to, the, to the audience? Yeah, I mean, they're a, a family of right-wing billionaires that are kind of more libertarian. They really yeah. love free markets. They love free trade. They want to make money. They own, like, Dixie Cup. Like, right. they, they own oil. They have everything, right? But they are big donors. They're big donors and to Republican right-wing causes, yes. And, these, and I assume— these, And they, they, they yeah. have done— They've kind of weaponized philanthropy in a very interesting way. Where yeah. They set up all these foundations and then reroute all that money. That's Bro, where I had my kid was a Coke, right. uh, the yes. Presbyterian New York Presbyterian Hospital. David Coke, Coke Theater is the Met. Love you the know, guy. They, right. So They're doing a great job. The, <laughs> they are a huge force in right-wing politics. Okay, so now I'm assuming that some of this philanthropy is benevolent, sure. They have more of an interest in federal policy. Uh, he has more of an interest in state policy. Crime. Well, PAs. I want to get to that in one second. Uh, yeah. Okay, but I assume that all these donations are not necessarily altruistic. They, in some way, yes. uh, help the, the the Koch brothers' business uh, pursuits. Right? Yes. They can make I don't know change legislation. Yes. Make it a little easier to do business. Make some more money. Right. Yes. So that's what you're dumping money. It's into. great money. In there's a great book about this called Dark Money by Jane Mayer, where she wrote about how the Koch brothers realized it was a limit to campaign contributions, and then they started you know, infiltrating universities. Mm. They started really selecting people to be professors. They right. went on a granular level to yeah. try to advance their Influence policy culture. ideas. Yeah. Influence culture. And, uh, okay, but I understand this because as long as these policies are out there and these ideologies are out there, and then maybe they might look at it and be like, yo, we're being heroes. We're actually saving the United States of America. That's we're right. saving freedom. So I'm not saying that they're nefarious actors here. Sure. But all the things that they support potentially make them more money, right? Oh, Let's yes. Just say. Okay, so oh, that's yeah. ideally- And they're friends. And they're friends, more money. So that's bottom line. So I guess I'm trying to understand if, if Soros is the equal and opposite yeah. reaction, in other words, the quote unquote benevolent uh, donator from the, the left wing side, what is he donating to that helps his businesses? Like what are his businesses that this deploying this type of cash is yeah. gonna support? That's well, what, Soros that's made, make... made billions of dollars a long time ago, crashing the English pound. I read that. He's a, uh, a financier, but his interest is in social policy. So, Soros. Well, how does that benefit him? Well, there's a lot of well, there's a lot of ideological reasons that George Soros believes the things he does. Like he is a believer that the carceral state in America is. Um, that means prison. Prisons are are yeah. completely unfair and unjust, and he's not completely wrong there. Um, what Soros often does is he will go and get two left-wing DAs and support them both so that they go head-to-head -head and that the most left-wing one, they push each other to the extremes, mm -hmm. and then the most extreme one will win. Um, and his goals are what he feels like is a, is a reformation of the American criminal justice system to be more focused on... Um, Re rehabbing criminals, uh, not putting people in jail that don't belong there, and um, you know changing that dynamic. So on paper, that looks like it looks makes great. sense. It looks looks like great on great. paper. Now, I think that he's been blamed, and maybe rightfully so. I don't know enough sure. for the kind of destruction of some liberal cities. Well, there America. are a lot of you know there are a lot of Soros-backed and funded DAs who are pushing ideas like no bail. They're right. pushing ideas like. Kind of incentivizing crime in a way. Yeah, and, and you know. But, I, but how does yeah. he make money on this? That's the only thing that's missing from this equation. Sure. I hear this a lot. And is, if it's pure benevolence, he just wants to change well, the justice system. That's weird. But I, there has to be some way where he can profit off of this. Well, I'm sure there is, by the way. I'm sure there is. I think that there's, you know, all kinds of things. And I, I don't know the Soros portfolio, right? right. But, like, um, 
there's a lot of tech companies right now that are focusing on like surveillance and things like that because as things get less uh, safe, there's more crime there's than you would more need. More surveillance, yeah. So that and, to me makes you sense. You know, the, these guys are all behind the vaccine passports. They were all behind. They are all behind a world in which everybody is on the grid in a major way. Um, so if you're invested in the grid, yeah, you want to do everything you can to yeah. make sure more people have to sign up for the grid. I think you want to deliver sense. people into a world and you have to deliver them through a little chaos. Ex you can't force them there, but you can't yes. create a system. You can make them want the Hey, give us safety. Yes. Hey, my car got broken into five times. Can you put up some cameras somewhere around yeah. here? So now you're begging for your own imprisonment. If your goal is Whoa. big government and your goal is a, you know, uh, you know omnipresent, government force, then I think a little street chaos is probably so good that, ultimately but for But do that. you believe that's his goal? Because that's a far cry from, <clears throat> I just think the prison system should be reformed. I just think he's wrong. Here's the thing with George Soros. I just think he's wrong. I, I, I don't know how Machiavellian he is. I think he's wrong. I think the way that his goals are good, the way he's getting there is wrong. I think he's wrong. I think people can be wrong. I don't think we have to uh, ascribe negative motives yeah. to mm -hmm. everybody. He could do it. I think he's wrong. Yeah. I just think he's wrong. I, I think that the policies he's pursuing make the people he purports to care about less safe. Mm. And those are poor people, people in the inner city, things like that, that are on public transit are, you know, maybe going to be the victims of a crime. I think he's wrong. I don't know him well enough to know what his overarching motives are. Hmm. And it's hard, to, you know, we can say that, he, and I don't know, he might, I, I do know that he's incredibly concerned with what he feel, you know, he pushes the ideology uh, of kind of the DIE, the diversity, equity, inclusion ideology, where mm. he believes that the American society is fundamentally unfair and that it needs to be reformed. And I would have some disagreements with him there, for sure. Right. Um, I think he's wrong. I think there's a lot of people that are wrong, not necessarily these evil characters. The Koch brothers, I think, are wrong. They believe in unfettered free trade. Mm -hmm. They believe in open borders because they don't want to pay anyone a wage. Mm -hmm. So if they open all the borders and everyone comes in, they go, do it for a dollar. Yeah. Mm -hmm. This is why the Coke brothers, they're not, they don't love El Salvadorian people. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, you know what I mean? Like they're not like, we need more yeah. cultural diversity. They yeah. want to pay people the least amount that they can. I think they're wrong. Do I think that they're these Machiavellian evil types? Well, sure, anyone in a suit that's a billionaire who lives on Park Avenue can yeah. fit into that and might be. Yeah. But all we can say about a lot of these people is that they're wrong. Bill Gates is, I, I think, wrong when you're mandating people's per personal health choices. I think you're wrong. Right. Um, I don't know why he's buying up farmland. I don't know. That's yeah. creepy. What is, what is up with all these like real estate purchases you see from the billionaire? I think people want to own. I think people want to own resources directly, and I think they feel like um, you see this a lot in in Europe right now, in the Netherlands, where corporate, you know, small farmers are protesting all the time because they're putting all these new standards in place that make it harder to be a small farmer, greenhouse gas yeah. emission standards, things like that, and you know, it's just. You know, these big corporate agricultural companies are the ones that are thriving at the expense of these farmers. So 
in the real estate industry when you have BlackRock buying up single family homes. Yeah, explain okay. that, because yeah. I saw that. Um, during BlackRock is this massive hedge fund, yeah, right? During the pandemic, there was a lot of rent relief um, but and, and some mortgage relief and stuff like that, right? And what ended up happening was it ended up being, you know, a transfer of wealth. All these bailouts went to these big corporations, right? Yeah. And it, it truly benefited not mom and pop landlords because they still were on the hook for their taxes and utilities and things like that. And, you know, it really benefited corporate landlords who went in and then bought up a lot of single family homes that people, and then they jacked the price of real estate up by going in and just outbidding everybody, buying these homes in cash. And now people cannot, um, people have been priced out of home ownership and now they're renting the homes mm -hmm. that are owned by BlackRock. Up until recently, they kind of got out of the real estate game because they were taking a little heat. They were getting a lot of bad press. Mm. And, you know, things, you know, they're, they're like, we're, we, now we're buying at the height of the market, rates suck, whatever. Yeah. They backed out. But up until recently, they were, I think, the biggest corporate buyer of, of U.S. residential real estate. And they've priced a generation of people out of owning a home. And they just so, did that because they, I think... Eventually, all of these big corporations want you to rent. Yeah. They want you to take Ubers and Lyfts. Yeah. They want you to have food delivered. Uh, they don't want you to own a business or even think about owning a business. They want you to work at a corporation that they own. That's, I mean, is that a terrifying? It's terrifying. Yeah. yeah. It, it's like, uh, I think... I think that's even the the model with the iPhone now, right? Yeah. Don't you kind of like pay a monthly fee and you can keep on getting yeah. a new phone? Every, it was explained to me You're this almost like way. leasing your phone? The really smart guy came on my show. He goes, every who, entity, who? this guy, Russ Baker, he's, he writes um, he books and crap. Yeah. But he, uh, <laughs> he said every government, whether it's a company or a government, every, yeah. every entity that's ever existed seeks power through control. Yeah. That's, it's power through control. If you can control people... You have the power over them. So I think that it's like every government on earth, every Fortune 500 company, I think they want people to be just, If you, know, you don't own your home, mm. someone else has control Is there, of yeah. you. Yeah, yeah. So if, if, if you, the, the less things that you own, the more verticals there are to exhibit control over you. That's correct. And is there a solution to this? Is there any way? Because it seems like this is just inevitable, the way it's being described. I mean, maybe, Crypto. maybe, yeah, maybe, maybe not. I, I, I do think it's interesting to look at, um, you know, whether it's crypto or whether it's, you know, you know, the independence that comes along with uh, a currency that's not fed backed, right? Like the idea. Oh, I, mean, that, I was being facetious. Do you really no, think No, I'm, I'm, I'm dead serious. I think that, like, eventually... You will, I, I think unfortunately crypto might just end up being a thing that enriches very rich people anyway, yeah. but. God willing. You know, independence, <laughs> independence, you have to fight for it. You have to keep fighting for it forever throughout history. That's the whole thing. You have to just keep fighting for your independence. There's, it didn't end with the Revolutionary War. So this the, is where I give my big speech at the yeah, end here. Go, go. Like Katie Porter, like Big Mama. Yeah. 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 And then I go get, have a meatball on a stick for $19 and so on. Or whatever <laughs> crap they now shove down our throats. You know, just completely go against everything I said. But you just have to keep fighting. You just have to carve out ways that you individually can depend on less people. Yeah. And create communities. I think communal living is going to be a big deal. I think people are going to have their own cities. I think people are gonna have their own value systems where they go, we're wow. creating a, a space for ourselves that, you know, kind of like on the grid, but off the grid, I think people are going to, 
you know, all of this stuff. I think mm. cities are going to... pods. We were talking about that. Yeah. About the pod learning. The suicide pods? Yeah, the suicide <laughs> pods. No, they're Just great together. Idea. Get right in. Yeah, it's yeah, over. Exactly. Yeah. You think um, religion comes back? Yeah, but I think the, 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 the thing with religion is always that the, the, a lot of the people that are, are going to take advantage of it will be charlatans. This is what has happened forever, right? Yeah. So, like, religion... I think there is a resurgence of religion. I think that faith is good. I think yeah. people should have, I think religion is, 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 can be a great force for good. Yeah. Um, I think it can be manipulated and it often is by yeah. sociopaths to yeah, of course. You know, create a lot of violence and chaos. I but would still say net positive, but absolutely. I agree, yeah, I think it's a net positive. Um, you know, so I, I, I don't know what happens, I can't predict it, but you will have to try in in the small and big ways you can to like not succumb to all of this stuff especially if you are a lot of the values that i was raised with which is like go to college take out student loans do what everyone else is doing i think those are not the right values right the values actually are look at who's succeeding look at what they're doing yeah you know try to figure out how you can be nimble agile move different places no one's saying you have to live in the most expensive city in the world. Go find a city that's nothing with 200 people, make it something. Go take over Lexington, Kentucky. Right. You know what I mean? Dead yeah. serious. Yeah. Go take over something. Go build a community of like-minded people somewhere, you know? Would you do that? No. Because <laughs> <laughs> I see it's you as yeah, you already did. It's yeah. called the hand. Yeah, it's, yeah. No, because it's I see you as... Harbor, yeah. Yeah, you're, 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 you're a gem. In a lot of <laughs> ways, <laughs> you're... You're a loner <laughs> isn't the right thing because you're always around people. But uh, yeah, yeah. You but do I, march to be the own Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do kind of. I've, I've, I've learned. I used to hate that, and I hate, now hey what kind of being just kind of an island a little bit. But and you, then, I feel like you're like that. Yeah, you're I like well that, liked yeah. by all these different groups. Yeah, 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 yeah. You can make fun of all of them. They still yeah. bring you in. Yeah. And but but there is a little isolation in you. There's a little isolation for sure. I, I mean. Uh, but as I get older, like I'm 39 now, I, I think that career stuff is great, but yeah. I also think that like things outside of your career become much more important right around this age. Mm -hmm. So I think, yeah, I mean, I'm not against that now the way that I was. Like if you asked me five years ago, I'd Would be like, Would you join no a cult? Way. You're not going to join? No, I'd start a cult. <laughs> I'd never join anything. Where are you? Are you moving out of LA? What's, what's the deal? I don't know where I live. No one really knows. I don't even know. I know the government doesn't At know. the end of the day, I'm a resident of Dubai. <laughs> At the end of the day, my I sit down with my business guy and I go, where have I been? And he goes, here's where you've been and here's where you have to pay taxes. And he counts the days. With and he counts the days. They, they all have the days when I go in to their office. Wow. So will, Oaks, I go, where have I been? And he goes, here's where you've been. So will they say you got to park your ass in Texas? No, because I, I gave up on that. I love Texas in the sense that I love the audiences. I love Rogan. I love his club. Yeah, I love yeah. Shane. I love everyone who works there. Yeah. I give up living there because I just, it, I, I, it didn't vi I didn't vibe with it. Yeah, yeah. So I think you just got to vibe live with it. Yeah, yeah, I didn't yeah. vibe with Austin, Texas. So when yeah. you said you love Texas, what you meant. Yeah. <laughs> I love the people. That you love all the people that aren't from there that move there. No, I love the people there that I love. It's got, it's got a great culture, but it's not my culture. Here's the thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I really believe that cultures are different. I feel like yeah, yeah. it would be like for me personally, yeah. I'm such a New York guy. Yeah. 
And I then I lived in L.A. being a New York guy. Yeah. And for me, it was just a, Texas was a bridge too far. Yeah. Mm. That's all. No, yeah, it's like yeah, you yeah, visit yeah. a place and you're like, yo, I love it, but I can never. It's a great there. culture. Yeah. I love That's the music, the, the some of the mm. food, the yeah. But can't you get there? What is the thing that you're missing? Seafood, oceans. Yeah. Yeah. You need yeah. a little water. I need a little water. I like water. My mother. I think your mother's DNA is imprinted on you. Ah. And my mother loved Florida. She spent a lot of time in Florida. She yeah. like surfed. She was a bo into boating, all that was always by beaches. Like, just being around water to me is kind of important. Are you gonna be out east this summer, you think? Yeah, yeah. For like I extended? So. I think so. I love this. I think so. Yeah. And the prices are going up right now because a lot of Jewish people don't wanna go abroad because of anti-Semitism. So the values are up <laughs> and the, the rentals are up and the prices are up. Everybody's winning all around. It's a beautiful thing. More it's a beautiful war, thing. More, it is what it is. Springtime. Springtime. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. So people have been trying to rent your spot out there? like Well, crazy? yeah, like, but I, I'm not going to do it, but I, I don't think. But you like Jews living there? But but it's, it's listen, here's what I mean to say. Yeah, and no. I don't mean to minimize the pain and the suffering and the hurt. But <laughs> have we seen clouds, silver linings? <laughs> and the silver lining sometimes Is. of a little... Shake, because the earth, the planet is just, it, you shake it a little shake bit. Shake it up, shake it up. And you shake it a little bit, shake and I'm not shaking it. Who's mad at me? Yeah. You out there mad at me? Did I shake it? It's shaking, and it shakes, and then sometimes good things happen. I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know. And who, who, who are we to not take advantage of those good things? I just say to myself, hey, what he did with the fire, I say, new, love it. Hmm. <laughs> Love it. Love it. When do we get and the And then book? my realtor calls and goes, people don't want to travel ab abroad, and the you know the house values are really going up, and the rental prices are going up, and I go, oh, interesting. So I'm like, so one guy with fire, and the house prices going up? All right, guys, we're going to take a break real quick because you need to step your dick game up. If your dick game could use some improvement, and I bet yours can, you probably think it's great. It's not that great. Blue Chew is there to help. All the same active ingredients and all those other medications, but this one is the one we endorse. These are the guys that have fucked with us from the beginning. You know what I mean? And here's the beautiful thing. If you're not sure about it, you just want to try it. Here is a special deal. Try Blue Chew for free when you use our promo, promo code FLAGRANT. Okay, try Blue Chew for free when you use our promo code FLAGRANT at checkout. All you got to do is pay $5 for shipping. That's bluechew.com, promo code FLAGRANT, to receive your first month for free. Bluechew.com for more details and important safety information. We obviously love Bluetooth. Thank you all for sponsoring the podcast. Fellas, step your dick game up. Stop acting like you can't use some help. Get on that chew. Let's go back to the show. All right, guys, let's take a break real quick because Happy and me got to tell you about Morgan and Morgan. I don't even know if he's in the shot right now. He's coming and sleeping very adorably on my arm. Don't pan the camera down. Just know that it makes my heart melt. But... Here's what's important. If you are in an accident, not calling a lawyer means you could be leaving money on the table. And it's a pain in the ass if you get wrongfully injured. You got to go through all these. But uh, I don't know what we used the phone book back in my day. What are you using now? The internets, the Googles, the, the chat GPT, find the best lawyer. You got to figure it all out. Or you can just check out Morgan and Morgan. 
That's incredibly easy. Morgan & Morgan is America's largest injury law firm. They have over 100 officers nationwide and more than 1,000 lawyers. Here's what's important. They have recovered over $20 billion for over 500,000 clients. They have a proven track record of fighting to get you full and fair compensation. Submitting an injury claim with Morgan & Morgan is easy. Again, getting wrongfully injured sucks. Normally, getting taking care of all the shit you got to take care of is hard. So do something that's easy. Submit an injury claim with Morgan & Morgan. So if you're ever injured, you can check out Morgan & Morgan. Their fee is free unless you win. That's important to know. Their fee is free unless you win. So for more information, go to forthepeople.com slash flagrant or dial pound law, which is pound 529 from your cell phone. That's F-O-R- T-H-E-P-E-O-P-L-E dot com slash flagrant or pound law, pound 529 from your cell. This is a paid ad. Book is coming out soon. I dropped my publisher because the guy who greenlit my book got fired or left the company. Something happened. Okay, okay. And then they brought in a, a new lady. Back up the whole thing. Okay, so yeah. you do, you get this book deal. I get a book deal. Which I think is... It's fantastic. A great medium for you, yeah. Yeah, I, I really yes. like this. Well, thank you. Um... The book is specifically about my boomer parents and boomers in general. And how they ruined in the 90s. Yeah, it's like a fun satirical fun take. satirical autobiography, but it's really about the type of people that I grew up with, right. which because of the internet, I think people's personalities are being more flattened yeah, now. Yeah. And these were really unique, terrible, funny, yeah. selfish, horrible, yeah. vicious, racist, um, homophobic, awesome misogynist. People. Awesome, fun, lovable Americans. <laughs> Scamps. <laughs> they were fun people. It can be all things. It can be all things. Yeah. And they were just really fun and uh, they perpetual victims, always aggrieved. <laughs> Easiest run of all the generations, probably, yeah, outside yeah. of Nam. Yeah. Yeah. It was pretty smooth sailing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But again, they're always upset. They're always pissed <laughs> off. They're always complaining. So no, it's so true. The Everything. easiest run. They bought of any generation. They fucking cry about and it. They non cry about it nonstop. <laughs> horrible. The uh, things they had to They bought a home for 40 grand. Yeah, traffic to track. <laughs> you can't get anywhere. Um, <laughs> Lines at the grocery store. They are the most. <laughs> Everybody's got an opioid addiction now. Yeah. They're like, oh, it took me two hours to get to my twenty thousand dollars home. And they, uh, they are completely. Parents served in the war. They were born yes. after. They were born after. They're disconnected. They keep telling their kids to do the things they did. They're not. They don't, they're not aware. It's impossible. You know, like you know, my dad said once. I was like, all these jobs are going to be automated. He's like, you kids will have it all. He goes, you're not going to. You don't have to do anything for yourselves. I go, yeah, but those are jobs. Are people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's like, oh, come on. You know, <laughs> they don't care. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and they're very funny. They're actually really, really funny. You know, my dad said, this was at Christmas, and my step uh, sister said something annoying about climate change. You know, she, you know like something yeah. annoying. Why yeah. lives in DC or whatever. And, you know, whatever. I was eating a risotto ball and she was talking. And then my father goes like this. My father goes, he goes, you know when you really start to pay attention to the weather? Yeah. When you get a boat. And, <laughs> and he goes, because I, we are on our boat, and we are really, and that, that, that's their generation of people, like that's how, if they are not directly affected, I mean directly affected, <laughs> they, don't they don't give a fuck about oh, anything. Oh, that's great. Yeah, they, oh it is God. a selfishness that they're completely They invited their realtor to Christmas. My father looked at me and he goes, she's been fighting brain cancer for 20 years. He goes, she's really something. And, and then we're <laughs> like... <laughs> so they are ghoulish. They're ghoulish. Uh, they're... they're uh, what's uh, the, sorry, what's the yeah. title? I need to know death, the title. Death by Boomers. 
Ah, uh, okay. And Got it'll it. be about just how they. Where do you get like? The, they used to call us fat fox. Like my friend's mother, Barbara. Yeah. And it was the funniest thing in the world. She would smoke a Marlboro Rad. She would roll down the way. This was her son and me. She would roll down the I mean, imagine. By the way, imagine. Is there a How better woman than this? How old are you? 14. <laughs> <laughs> she rolled down the window of her Saturn. She was smoking a cigarette and she'd go, where are you fat fucks go? <laughs> I mean, I mean the mother, his mother. Big mama. Yeah. Big, big mama. Okay. So they're like, the you know, we talk about the generational wealth and the shit kids are yeah. in it. Are they that for America? They had this. But they're not even wealthy. They're not wealthy. No, but they, America no, they was. Have like, they just they have like a nice chair. No, yeah. But America they're was. They're actually better off than the wealthy people because at some level of rich, you have to think about other things. Yeah. They had just enough money. All it did was corrupt them and destroy their children. <laughs> and that's all it needed to do. They never thought about civic virtue or angling for position. They just yeah. wanted a Lexus and a shitty timeshare at a golf resort. That's so true. That's all they cared about. But what yeah. I'm asking is yeah. America was a power. And and then this generation comes and then just kind of squanders the power. Are, like the Vanderbilt. No, it's not Shitty even. It's not like even that. that. It, these, these people are. They live on Long Island. Yeah, they live in Long Island. They live in the suburbs of any city. They're 30 to 40 minutes out of any city. Yeah. Um, they are constantly talking about the girl at the dry cleaner who screwed yeah. their life up because yeah. she doesn't speak English and didn't understand what they wanted. <laughs> um, they are to be found. Did you see Meredith's Christmas lights? Yes. They're, they're, they're what we call pool and patio types. Yeah. Okay. They're on a patio by yeah, a yeah, shitty yeah. pool. Yeah. They're talking about uh, how many sacrifices they made for their children. Yeah. Um, and when in reality, it's, they have, they have uh, they've made none. <laughs> yeah. I had one woman tell me once, this woman, Lisa, who I love, she looked at me, she goes, I married my husband for very practical reasons. She was drinking a martini, we were smoking cigs and drinking martini. She goes, I married my husband for very practical reasons. She goes, we were never in love. I was 16 in high school. This was like a heavy thing to drop. <laughs> yeah. I was like best friends with her son. It was like a heavy fucking thing to drop. I was like, oh, I go, but you have fun. And she looked at me, she goes, we have fun. It was like amazing. I remember that moment is like, so interesting. She was very into like Eastern philosophy. Okay. And she was a housewife and a lot of them were, right? She was into like Buddhism and she goes, you just go around this planet many times until you get it. And then she'd look at her son and go, she'd go, and you're never gonna get it. <laughs> <laughs> she goes, she goes, she said once, she goes, I swear to God, she goes, oh why the hatred to their kids? I, uh, because so they're, they're, they view their kids as an impediment to their their wellness, success, fulfillment. Uh, mm. They they did not. They're the first generation that did not want their children to have it better than they did. Yes. they actually wanted mm. their children to um, be like some. They like put. Did the, the kids children in get in the way? Were they the? Yes, first? they got in the way. So yeah. are, are they the first generation that, that are like uh, it's my life and I should do, be able to do whatever I want with it? Yeah, I think the children got in the way, and I think the children also were there to support them emotionally, <laughs> not the other way around. The children ah. were there to yeah, yeah, yeah. let them know how, how. So you have the greatest generation, and then you have the ghoulish generation. My friend's mother just—I swear to God—just <laughs> made up a fake attack in a grocery store. I'm sorry, in a grocery store parking lot, so she didn't have to go to his wedding. <laughs> she made up the fact that she was pushed down in the in the parking lot of a grocery store. This is a complete lie. 
Her him. son's wedding? Her son's wedding. Unbelievable. And, 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 and she said, it's, I, the attack has prevented me from going to your wedding. This was a complete fabrication. She invented that she was attacked in a grocery store parking lot. Okay, okay, real quick. <laughs> Unbelievable. Real quick. Unreal. Okay, so, so every Great. generation that had a major war is sold <laughs> the story of, hey, we are sacrificing for your wives and your children, yes. right? This generation, no. the boomers don't have a major war. No. So is there no indoctrination of sacrifice? So then when they do have kids, yeah. they're like, why are you in the way of me enjoying whatever I want to enjoy in this moment? They absolutely are that. It's a great way to put it. They're also the first generation of people where they really try out mass marketing on these people. They are... They are marketed to death. They are advertised. They have entertained themselves to death, which is a great book by Neil Postman, um, uh, Entertaining Ourselves to Death. Uh, they're the first generation that is, you know, my father used to cry at the Budweiser Clydesdale commercials. He loved the frogs. He loved the frogs. I love no, the frogs. He loved the frogs. Crying at the Clydesdale. No, he, he loved it. This is yeah. the first generation yeah. of people Having to watch happens. World War II documentaries, to feel proud of accomplishments, they never had and sacrifices they never made <laughs> yeah. and they would watch World War II documentaries and they'd feel very proud of themselves while eating a cake. Yeah. That's the boomers. They love a crew. That's the boomers. Yeah. But what, so what, what happened, what, what is the generation before that? I, what I'm trying to understand is like, where do you get this perspective? Because that's all you know. That's who you were raised by. That's, that's right. what you think people are. So their are. parents were like the greatest generation. But how do you know that boomers are weird because that should be the only thing you know. That That's should be what reality. humans I just, are. I, I know a lot of people of a lot of different ages. So you knew older people and you yeah. saw how different they were from your parents. thousand percent. Okay, so the great, go give me great generation. Greatest generation How did they raise these people? The great, I, I think they were, uh, it, they were maybe, if they, you know, they were a little cold, a little withholding. Coming back from war. Stoic, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, but I think they gave their kids a lot. I think they gave them a lot of, uh, Context to what life is. It was yeah. a lot of religion. My, you know, you know, grandparents were incredibly uh, religious. There was also, uh, you know, kind of this idea that their dream was for their children to have a better life than they did. <laughs> the, the children boomers, were like, "I'll do it." The boomers' <laughs> dream was to have the greatest lives they could. Yeah, it was not about. It their didn't children. continue. They actually yeah. felt that their children. Inhibited their dream. Inhibited their dream yeah, to yeah. some degree. Yeah. And they also felt like if their children couldn't figure it out, they couldn't figure it out. Um, Even the TV shows that come up from it are resentful of the children. Yes, There's a lot always. of comedy that's resentful of children. Yes, which children. is something right. that I love. I'm but. finding out is like is kind of changing. Maybe it's just because I'm older, but yeah. like anybody around my age who yeah. just had kids, yeah. they message me and they go. This is the greatest thing. You are so lucky. Enjoy these years. Yes. They love their kids. No, it's amazing. They, and it is so different than yes. the comedy you saw. Like, and it's not think, funny. It, it's not at all. And it's good. And it's it my funny be. friend. Even funny friends will just go, hey, this is awesome. This is amazing. Of course, the funnier take, hating your kids, you know, whatever Louis was doing. Yeah. But that comes from a generation of yes. people that were very comfortable going, these kids are annoying, they're getting in our way. A thousand percent. Mm -hmm. I also think they were the first generation of people to get effed up with their kids. They drank with their kids. Some of them smoked pot with their kids. Oh like, yeah, there was no disconnect. There was no disconnect. The cool mom, like, cool the dad. cool mom, they were like drunk, they were falling down in front of their children. Their children they were would throw the house back. party at their yeah. house when they we were there. We were doing drugs with our parents' friends. They were like, 
screaming and yelling and just complete lunatic. They were complete maniacal. And why? Why? Why was there this? Why was there no disconnect? I just think it was you know it was the relative ease at which things came to them. They had to create their own struggles. Mm. It it really exposes the lie of the Woodstock generation. The Woodstock generation is, and I know you'll love this. Um, I'll, we'll do Vatican II in a minute, but, <laughs> no, but the reality is the, 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 the Woodstock generation, we see them as this progressive, free-loving, gen- they were just selfish drug addicts. They were just selfish drug addicts. Keep, the drug changed. Keep going, the, my the boy. The drug just became money, yes. consumerism, booze and pills. They were just selfish drug addicts. They didn't care about any of this stuff. They just wanted to have sex in the mud and do yeah. heroin, and that's okay. But the boomers proved that because the boomers were those people. And they just, yeah. the drug just became. The drug just became money and status and all of that stuff. Yeah. The, the belief system that was supposedly underlying all that actually never existed, ever. I've always wondered, because I was thinking about this like last week, like these guys that are so conservative now were the Woodstock guys. How did that happen? What changed? Well, they were never liberal and they're barely conservative now. They actually chase their own self-interest like a dog chases a steak. For example. Mm -hmm. They don't, they're all anti-global warming, but all of them want to live on the water. (laughs) They all want to live on the water. They all want to have a boat. They all, for the most part, think global warming is full of shit. Because, you know what I mean? But they all want in the nature to be exactly what it is for them. Everything is for them. Uh, They are against the migrant crisis, but they adore housekeepers, nannies, and a lot of the things that come with yeah, it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they think Biden's too old, but they're 75 and they're not retiring. <laughs> and they're not selling their house. Yeah. Yeah. And they won't sell their house and they're retiring to a larger house. Yeah. But they also will scream and yell about Joe Biden being too old. But are they going to pass the business down to their son? Nope. Or are they going to put the house on the market? Or are they going to? No. Are no. we different? Mm-hmm. And if so, wh- how did we get? The millennials suck for a whole host of other reasons. They're a, <laughs> they're a, um, a ribbon. Are we gen- millennials? Kinda. Yeah, I think we're. Yeah. I think we, we are. are. Millennials Fair suck way. for a different generation because mille- because they were raised by these kind of boomer parents that yeah. were kind of Looney Tunes. The millennials got instilled in their heads that they wanted to be constantly recognized for something because their parents were so hostile towards them. The millennials went to universities in corporate America and said, please pin a ribbon on me, tell me I'm good. Look, I voted. Look, I believe in this and that and this cause. Pats and I'm gonna- on the back. I'm gonna pats on the back constantly. I'm good, love me, love me, love me, society. My parents hate me, will you love me? Mm. And they became annoying, they became helicopter parents. They're the ones that are over-parenting their children uh. to compensate. They're the annoying people that are like, what's the new thing? Dude, the pendulum, Ukraine, like, this yeah. flag, sub that flag, now it's that flag, now I'm into this. And all of it is because they just want to be, they, they you know. Adulation. Right, cousins and people like that. All they wanted was to get into a good school to, to hold it over people's heads. <laughs> you know what I mean? They didn't yeah. care about knowledge. They don't care about, some of the dumbest people I know are the most well-traveled because they learn nothing by traveling. Yeah. It's just an Instagram photo. They don't yeah. care. <laughs> it's what I respect about you. You learn stuff and I'll talk to you. Like You'll be like, you're inquisitive when you go to the Middle East and yeah. places like that. Yeah. When my cousin goes to the Middle East, not yeah. just her, but yeah. people like that, when they go anywhere, it is solely to show other people that, that they, they have there, yeah. zero care about anything. 
that's the millennials. They just they they're uh, they're it's it's group think. Yeah. It's give me love. Tell me I'm good. Tell me I'm better. Tell, I've done the work. I put the time in. Look at me. I got the job. I got the office. Yeah. I'm the I'm the girl boss. I'm the whatever. Yeah. And and the Zoomers are kind of a little more fun because they're a little bit more nihilistic. They've seen all the institutions crumble. They've seen all the things. Zoomers burn. are after Gen Z. Gen Z. Oh no, they that's Gen Z. They are Gen so this Z. This is after millennials. Yeah, this and the Zoomers are more self-starters. They're more independent. They've seen operations like this. They've seen people make great careers going the independent route. Millennials really, for the most part, didn't see that. Millennials looked more towards the institutions. They wanted th those institutions to convey the respect on them that yeah. their parents didn't. The Zoomers are like, okay, we're out here in the wilderness. Where um, let's make it happen. Let's make it happen. We're self-starters. We don't need anyone. We don't need a corporation. And their parents love them, so they don't need that validation. And their parents love them also, too much. They've kind of like it, maybe it's hmm. it, maybe it's a badass of them, or maybe it's dangerous. But they've kind of rejected uh, the woke ideology a little bit. Yes, they have because it's a, because you know it again. It's a very the woke ideology is a it's very like, millennial. So you ideology. have to reject the generation. Yeah, that ideology is about advancement. It's not. It's about the revenge of the mediocre. It's it's not about helping actual genuine people that have been disenfranchised. Yeah. It's more about pinning a medal or a ribbon on yourself and saying, I believe the right thing. Give me a job. Yeah. yeah. I want to, Selfish. I want to be, Selfish. you know, Selfish. it's yeah. all these people that went to school and they majored in things like gender studies. And then all the boomer right wingers were like, you'll never get a job. It's like, no, they created the jobs. Yeah. They created the jobs. They created the institutions. They said, you need a diversity thing. You need a sensitivity reader. You need this. You need a cultural sensitivities are. And they became all these jobs. And that's what the Zoomers see how fake it all is. They yeah. see through it. Yeah. And the millennials do such a bad job of disguising yeah. that it's really just a, a, like whether you want to call it a jobs program or the revenge of the mediocre. That's what a lot of that ideology is. It's refreshing, is. though, that the Zoomers see it so clearly. Yeah. Like you yeah. speak to some of these kids yeah. and they're painfully aware of how ridiculous it is. Yes. They kind of laugh at it. But it's not like they're not progressive about certain things. Yes. There's certain things that make sense. Like they, they kind of go, yeah, obviously. Like you don't have, it's not like their rejection is they have so fucking throw gays off the buildings, right? right? They right. don't not reject that. Yeah. The, the, the bad ones. Yeah. But the, but there are a little bit, I don't know how, how do I, how to explain it. Yeah, they're uh, Gay marriage is obvious. It's like, yeah. Exactly. Or, You're like, yo, let them get married, whatever. But we can also call each other gay and that's not hateful. Yeah. Yeah. They I, kind of, it's, they've kind of like evened out in a nice area. I, I think that generation would be the one that is going to have the biggest role to play in all of the things we talked about mm. and where America lands. Yeah, you have the most hope for them. They, well, and whether it's it's hope, it's certainly interesting to watch. It's too, everything you're saying is correct. I think it's too soon yet because I, I think, it, you know, we could have looked at like these boomers and went, wow, they, they're really rejecting like this commercialism and all mm. of this stuff. And then literally they turned on a dime. So I don't know which, it's very interesting to watch, you know, um, you know, but I think the indications are good from that generation, except there's a little nihilism there. And the nihilism is a problem. And the nihilism 
can they can Ex black pill themselves into explain yeah explain nihilism a little bit the idea that because everything is so terrible and all the information is at their fingertips they can't believe any of the they information they kind of not believe any of it and they've disconnected emotionally yeah, from it that's why they'll just watch videos of people getting their the heads drugs. off all also day. like a lot of the drugs are disassociative the right they're like I mean Euphoria is such an amazing show because it does paint like a pretty accurate perception of what's going on in a California high school. You have people ODing, people struggling with gender identity, uh, violence. You have people's parents, uh, you know, like, you know, struggling with yeah. drugs issues. So it's such a great show. That being said, like Sam Levinson did a great job of painting an, an accurate picture. But you watch that show and go, wow, what an amazing show. Then you go, I don't want my kid going there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, You're like, yeah. I don't want my kid going to Euphoria High. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the nihilism is interesting. I have noticed that with some of them. They're a little black-eyed. They are. Black-eyed nihilist. And I and I thought it was. Um, my godson, three years old, black-eyed nihilist. Yeah. Just kind of looks at you. Doesn't yeah. care. Unaffected. Unaffected. Doesn't care. <laughs> seen everything. They're just, they're, they're, I thought they've this seen was, everything. You know what's funny? I thought this was a, um, I saw a lot of girls that grow up in New York City are like this. Oh, yeah. Even our generation. They're going to clubs at 14. Exactly. They've yeah. seen it all. They've, they've seen been it like, all. had fucking disgusting old men with their like parents, friends try to fuck them. Like, right. They've seen the, the world for the worst versions of it. If you're protected in a nice, lovely little suburb and everybody's polite to one another and you're not being manipulated by old dudes every single day and some guy's trying to finger you at work, et cetera, yeah. you can have, you know, these doughy eyes about the world. Yes. These girls at 14 going to the fucking They club. know what it's like. And, and they have that little bit of nihilism. That's what I see in the Zoomers. I think you, we have. A little bit of darkness, and it's never, good, but it just they can't OD on it because it, then it could get a little. Well, you're unaffected. You're just unaffected by anything, and you need to be affected to do shit. You need to be affected. You need to care a little bit about something, and it's yeah. just very hard. It's very hard because the world has gotten crazy. Yeah, and it's always been crazy, but it's now delivered to you. That craziness is delivered to you. There's a gang of kids in Arizona, white kids, uh, running around attacking other kids randomly. They killed one of the kids. It's like Gilbert, Arizona. It's like an hour outside of Phoenix. I talked about it on my show. There's endless videotapes of, of these white kids stomping on the heads of kids. Jesus. Stomping on the heads of children. These kids are raising gated communities in the suburbs. So there is something, yeah. I think, yeah. there's a nihilism that goes on where these kids become sociopaths by the, they're desensitized. Yeah. Okay. Pulp fiction. And it, it's yeah. crazy. Yeah. Clockwork Orange. Yeah. Clockwork Orange. This kid, Preston Lord, he yeah. died. This 16 year old kid was killed at a yeah. house party. And, you know, now they're trying to make arrests. It's kind of difficult, you know, but like they're running around Arizona. These are rich white kids who's, I mean, rich they're by also, the standards of Arizona, not Manhattan. Their parents no, no, own no, no, a no. fucking gym or something. But they're also like, you know what I mean? They're also kind of uh, raised in a social media era that's not really about. This is gonna sound super fucking pretentious, whatever. But there's not a lot of art in it. It's more just like clout and clicks. That's correct. So just how do I get attention? Whereas there, I feel like maybe we had a benefit, at least growing up in New York, where like even if you weren't the most successful person, if you were the best artist, you had a lot of respect. Like people like, hey, that percent. guy right there is a great skateboarder. That guy's a great, percent. and you really respected that person because of their craft. Yeah. And I feel like now it's just like, what kind of train wreck will get the most views and clicks? Okay, let's put that out there. And then you have kids trying to recreate the train wreck instead of getting really good at a thing. And yes. when you know that it doesn't matter about being good, it just it just matters how crazy the train wreck is, of course you're gonna be nihilistic about it. Why would you care? 
Yes. I don't care at all. That's right. What's the split though? Because you started saying yes. Gen Z is like the most hopeful generation and now you're saying. Well, there's listen, there, there's hope in them in that yeah. they look at our absurdities and we do have a lot of absurdities. <clears throat> yes. The worst version of them is black-eyed nihilists that don't care about anything at all. Mm -hmm. That's the fringes, I think. Exactly, yeah. You I think the best part of Gen Z is that they're appropriately skeptical of the institutions. Yeah. That, yeah. And, they, and they're not they, they're Waiting. raised yeah. being, it's like they're they don't need to learn like us. They need, yeah. like we learn They look at age. Big Mama. They know. And Big Mama comes on with the cookie. Yeah. And she takes out the whiteboard. The boomers love it. They get excited. Yeah, yeah. That's our avatar. That's Big Mama. Yeah. Katie's going to come on and slap Jamie Dimon around. This is our Tuesday ritual. Yeah. The Zoomers look at that and they know what it is. They know it's fake. Yeah. They don't care. They laugh at it. They laugh at it. It's funny. It's funny. It's entertainment. It's the way I look at it. Um, and I think that's the best version of them. The worst version of them is, is running around and killing people and in Arizona. To give them credit, there's stories <laughs> of us killing, like, who was it, Matthew Shepard, I think, when it was like the late 90s. This dude is gay, bunch of homophobic Yeah, it, that was a meth him. thing that they've repurposed to be a homophobic thing. It was meth related. Oh, really? uh. I'm very big into facts, but I'm sure they were homophobic as well. It just so happened. It was one of the, there's more layers to it. That being said, I'm sure nobody was winning a progressive award. Yeah, there. We, to, we had our fringes that did crazy. We stuff. had our, fr we had the trench coat mafia. Yeah. We had school shooters. We still do. There's always going to be, I think, that antisocial thing. Yeah. Um, but. Are these kids get you know, the machines are all so big. Maybe it's not the kids of the future, maybe it's the machines. I feel like the Zoomers would see a school shooter and like eye roll. They'd be like, Oh right. yeah, totally. Well, it's still happening. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, the 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 thing about the school shootings now is that they're not as effective as they were. Uh, in the sense that society doesn't care. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> they don't care. Society doesn't care anymore. No one cares. Yeah, it sucks. And it might actually stop them. That's what I'm saying. Like, Start if you're pouring gas and lighting yourself on fire. There you go. Make Viral. some change. At Virality. least that's you. Yeah. I have no problem with that. That's just you mm -hmm. making that's a choice you. for your own body. That's the Zoomers. If they're, if they're so desensitized Then do thing. it yourself. That's a great yeah. moment that he's having <laughs> there. And I look at it because when I see, moment. and he's still, because he begins the free Palestine, he says it, and he says it. And then the third one, he's really going. So he's like, I'm not. Oh he's God. curdling. But it's a great moment in terms of, you know, Don't brand awareness. Yeah, this is yeah. brand awareness. It is. It it's is. brand awareness. He's in the fatigues. He's in the camo. He's in yep. front of the embassy. Fresh press. It's well framed. The video's good. It's not too high def. You don't want too yeah, high yeah, def. Yeah, yeah. You don't want to shoot this in it 4K. Feels wrong. Yeah. This is a 1080. It feels corporate. Yeah. It feels good. And this you know is what a it 1080. is? It's a 1080. You want it a little blurry, a little grainy. It's more historic. It's, yeah. it's more historic. Yeah, and I just like, like I love this for him, right? Is there any narration? Yeah, he just yells free Palestine a few times. And Look, we need like a black kid holding it like, damn. Yeah, well, it's, it's got to be on World Star. Yeah, it's yeah. Got, people are going to comment on it, but I just love this for him right now. It's I love the visceral. I love the look. Yeah. And I just love, I think it's, you know, because marketing companies are looking at this. If you don't think they're going to somehow learn a lesson from this to sell Chobani flips, you're out of your mind. <laughs> Chobani flips. You're completely out of your mind. If the Chobani, Chobani marketing flips. team is not watching this yeah. video, 
Those are great. And, and they're amazing <laughs> because, because you put yeah, them yeah, in it works. Yeah. But if you don't think they're watching this over and over again <laughs> to try to figure out how do we get it to do, like, what if we pour nuts on ourselves uh, outside of the, uh, the, the Dannon factory? Yeah, there you go. And say Free Palestine. And get Kendall say Jenner we, on you know it. Yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah. So it's interesting, you know? <laughs> Tim. Uh, Andrew, I thank love you. you. Uh, you are the man. Thank uh, you for having me. I want me. everybody to go check out Tim's stand up. He thank is you. on tour. You're constantly yes. on tour. I'm over. It's I over. I don't know how you. I don't know how you. My agent is very overweight, and this <laughs> is why it works. Justin, we love you, Justin. We love you because he. Because when you're on tour a lot, you're killing yourself. Yeah, yeah. But I, he's also killing himself at home. Yeah. So what I can't yell at him. Like I can't. It's not like I have a fit agent playing tennis. Yeah. And, and I'm just dying. Yeah. We're both dying. <laughs> That's why it works. But I'm getting off Royal Albert Hall. <laughs> and then we're and a done. whole European tour, too. And a European tour, Helsinki, and the other crap. Who cares? Yeah. Come to Royal Albert. <laughs> who cares? Dublin sold out or Belfast. Amazing. One of those hell holes. Yeah. Yeah. The point is, I'm kidding. I'm from there. I love you. <laughs> Potato heads. Now, the point is, Royal Albert Hall. We're talking Marco. We're talking good people over there. Um, we, uh, we're, you know, we're defending the monarchy. I'm there to defend the monarchy yes. from the interlocutors, from the people that are good. And the Tim Dillon show, and we oh. love everyone, and thank you, and oh, you're wow. the best. Yo, check out Tim. Yeah. Thank you so much. We need Tim thank to host you. SNL, dude. Yo, Tim, yeah. what do you? Th oh yeah, we didn't even yeah. talk about SNL. Yeah, Shout out amazing. to Shane. Shane, Shane did did a great Shane. job. Yeah, he did an amazing job. They asked me to, just to show you where my career is at, they asked me to host an RFK benefit <laughs> so, um, instead. So yeah. that's similar. It was on a Saturday. Oh, nice. um, I said Big no. Night. Yeah. But yeah. that's where that's where what I'm doing right now. It's like just me and RFK dodging bullets. <laughs> <laughs> how, do feel, how do you feel about RFK? Fun. Like him. Not going to win, but that's okay. Would uh, you vote for him? Are you voting for him? Maybe. I think I would. I think I would. I do like him. Yeah. I do like him a lot. I think I would vote for him. Um, he's um, he's hard to run for president. Yeah. That's what I'll say. Yeah. It's he's very, charming, though. He's charming. His wife is amazing. Cheryl Hines is yeah. amazing. Yeah. Herb is the greatest comedy. And brave, time. knowing that like every time his family did this, they got killed. I mean, they would go shoot his dog in the head in front of him and then look at him and go, isn't it sad that dog drowned? It's unbelievable. <laughs> 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 I, I mean, yeah, yeah. They go, God, that's sad the way he drowned. And he'd be bleeding with a bullet in his head yeah. and he's staring at him as a kid. No, it is. He went through a lot. It's, it's audacious what they've yeah. done to his family. Yeah, it's crazy. I could, I like... Even just looking into it. They've also killed the Kennedys, though. But that doesn't make it right. Wait, tell me, tell me, tell me, tell well, me. Well, you know, Ted drove that woman off a bridge, mm. drowned her. They were bootleggers. They they were in with the mafia. I heard the boot. I heard the They were rapists. They raped people. Really? Oh, yeah. Well, now I really want them on. Yeah. No, they're- Dude, I, now I need our to but come on. when we're talking- No, no, you're they saying his family. They whacked Marilyn Monroe and stuff. They're yeah. not clean. Nobody's hands. They whacked Marilyn Monroe? Yeah, yeah, yeah. For saying that she fucked- uh, Yeah, dead. there's things. But, I mean- I heard the bootlegger thing was a CIA smear. No, they're not clean. They're I not say they're clean. I just heard the bootlegger thing was because he was making clean. He was making like clean movies in Middle America. That's that was the business. Uh, was it the business? I I, I just think it's it's kind of well known that he. Well, they certainly became friends with a lot of mobsters if they weren't bootleggers. Mm -hmm. What a fun coincidence. Mm -hmm. Hmm. What do you think? What do you think? What do you think? Well, I just think. Listen, we gotta that, have them at on. that level of, um, you know, at that level of society. You're, you're commingling with a lot of unsavory types. I'm not saying that the Kennedys deserved anything that happened to them. I'm just saying 
they're they're not an innocent family. Really? So they're not just this innocent, benevolent family that's just trying to save the Hudson? No. No, they never were. They were a ruthless, bloodthirsty, uh, you know, dynasty, patrician, blue blood cult. That, of course, has some weird curses, and they they threatened a lot of power factions that eventually hit back. Mm. And that was not good. So they wouldn't play ball. They could have just rose to power, been another great American uh, name last year. Yeah, name JFK case. was a patriot. He loved his country. Um, he was uh, certainly a, a, a guy who had was a revolutionary guy in the sense that he believed that the American government should function in a different way. Mm -hmm. And that ended up getting him killed. Seems like everybody who believes that kind of ends up dying. Yes, but also those people, you know, aren't always, they're, they're not always, their motives, you know, are not always, they, they make a lot of, they make a lot of messes along the way. Yeah. To getting to mm -hmm. where yes. they get to. Yes. Okay, back uh, to Shane real quick. Uh, amazing story. Yes. To amazing. see that it's done. Yes. Um, kind of galvanized the comedy community to support yes. SNL yeah. when I yeah. feel like we were kind of fractured with SNL. Yeah. yeah, I think it's a great story. I think people are supporting Shane. Yeah. And he did an amazing job, and it's such a great story, I yeah. think. It's also so it weird, is. like, the thing that you see, like... Yeah. Like, also, one thing that shocked me, because I was, you know, he was in the city working out the, yeah, yeah, yeah. the, the monologue, and yeah. I'd seen him do the monologue and just fucking crush every time right. I saw him go up. And uh, the Down syndrome part, I thought was the most endearing, yeah. hilarious part. Like it yeah, yeah, yeah. really, tr I, I literally was watching him do it in the cellar and I was yeah. and I was going, when he goes up and he does mm, yeah. this on SNL, everybody in that building that ever doubted him or yeah. fired him is going to feel like the biggest fucking piece of shit. Right. Right? Yeah. And just the fact, and I thought we were beyond this point in comedy, just the fact that he said Down syndrome. Yeah. You could feel the audience fucking clap. I think up. that's what was good about it. I actually think that, to me, I watched it, I thought it killed. By, and I also I thought think, it did great. What, did we, great. Because here's the deal. I, I think that should happen to an extent. People should go, what's going on? And then he's so funny, he overcomes any of that. I think it's good. I think tension's good. I, I don't I don't see the building of tension, the releasing of it. That's what comedy is. So I think it was. I, I, think, that's what you mean. I think it's a little different. Like but I it's think, New York City. So I, here's the deal. You're performing in New York City, in the middle of New York City. And people might be a little we like, perform uh -oh. in New York City every single night. Yeah, but it's, it's probably a, a crowd of people that might be a little bit, a little bit more sensitive. That's what I'm saying. I yeah, didn't realize that there was still. I thought that we were beyond the point where no. like, you can't talk about this. But there are still topics, I guess, maybe in certain. But I think that's areas. good for us. I don't think we need to be in a place where, ev because I think our superpower, if there is a superpower, yeah. is making something funny that shouldn't be. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. But now, so it's, so that to me, that's the most fun time when you can't say anything, yeah, yeah, the yeah. most fun time to do comedy. For sure. I do feel like we're entering a time where you can say anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that was a reminder to me like, oh, maybe there's certain spaces. For sure. Because I really thought that that, that part of it, yeah. that they initially tightened up, obviously ended up winning them over, but. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Even in the, but I couldn't believe it. It was Could such. Could it have been, I, d I was very invested in not liking this guy. Sorry. And now I have to reassess everything because this is a guy who comes from, I, I had him painted as this bigot who's from this certain type of family. No, because it was the end of the set. The beginning of the set, he's crushing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, I thought the moment where he flipped everything, 
it wasn't rocky by any stretch, but I could feel like things ascend when he was like started being like, hey, I can look at everybody not laughing at me right now. He kind of stepped outside of the set and then he closed. I thought it just crushed. I think it's that just was comedy. I think it's comedy. It's just sets or sets or sets. Yeah. Right? And yeah. I mean, that, that's really what it, it was a masterful set, I think, especially yeah. for monologue on that show. Yeah. yeah. Amazing. Yeah. I also yeah. think the SNL audience, like they know that it's being recorded. They know it's live. Yeah, there's like a pressure on them. Yeah. I want to host a little... SNL in Russia and where I'm standing there and then there's red light on my chest <laughs> and I just ha and I'm like and I say hello and Putin's there and everyone nods and I go it's great to be here and then like after every joke it's just a bunch of like oligarchs and czars and they're all smoking cigars and they're all just kind of looking at us and there's no left everyone just kind of looks at each other so that would be mine <laughs> that would be amazing That's for me and then I just get through it and they just kind of you know would you have Putin on <laughs> yeah Really? Well, I absolutely would. They should have had you over there, dude. It would have been a lot more fun. Yeah. It would have what been would a lot you have done fun. when he starts doing the history lesson? Would you go, ba, 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 ba? I would. Ba, 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 I, 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 think, I, I think a little of the history lesson was good, but I would have got into it, been like, what did you think of Prince Oleg? P piece of shit between me and you. What, what do you think about all of this stuff? <laughs> Do you think these guys, was there any gay activity? Do you think there was gay activity? <laughs> Did you, do you think there was any gay activity with Oleg? Let's be honest, I hear Oleg. We were talking to this historian, things. apparently Hitler, big gay. Is that true? Or just very, uh, maybe not gay, but very uh, welcoming of the gays. Was that true? That's what we heard, and apparently had to like change his policy a little bit later because some other people were not as welcoming. But what was he saying? Yeah, that there was like a lot of like gay SS members that he was like that were very openly gay that he was kind of accommodating of and didn't really have any. I think at the end of the day, he's like, we. I think Hitler's thing was we have one job, which is, and if everyone's doing that job, we're not going to run around and get real personal with everybody yeah. and nitpick. We have one gig. Yeah, we've got a, a tunnel vision. Yeah. But then sometimes people are like, oh, but they came for the Catholics too. Yeah. I know that's. Yeah, they did come for us. That's they mostly wanted to come yeah, for us. Yeah, they really yeah. tried to. They mostly came for us. To recruit that's right away. It was a, Maybe it to was recruit a, it was a, kill more Jews. It was genocide. really a Catholic issue. It was a genocide. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what I've learned Thank about you. the Holocaust. That's, that's the boomers. That's what the, the boomers, boomers do. Yeah. The, boomers. the boomers see the Holocaust and be like, it happened to us yeah, as well. It's a genocide the, the, white if the boomers can be explained in one sentence, it's a woman sitting down drinking a coffee going, the Irish were slaves too. Thank you guys. Love it. Thank, Thank you, you so much, much bro.